The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Go-Go's with their version of Our Lips Are Sealed. Evening, dear listener. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Hi. Hi. 0344-499-1000. Monday to Friday, late night alternative. Lots to talk about tonight. Um, Gavin, if you're listening, give us a call. Um, I think I may owe you an apology. Um, But we don't normally talk about Big Brother because not everyone watches it and not everyone likes it. For some people, it's a big thing and for some people, it's a turn-off. But this isn't really about Big Brother, is it? No. By the way, at midnight, Wayne Kramer, lead guitarist from the MC5, is going to be on this show live. Uh, so we're watching Celebrity Big Brother, um, partly because it's on before our show, uh, partly because it's on during James Whale's show, uh, partly because we like it, um, and partly because Hardeep Singh Kohli's in it. And I find him, having worked with him, and having known people that have worked with him, I find him fascinating and creepy. I really do. So we're watching it, and... Um, it, it, it's everyone is everyone who is in there has been involved in some sort of scandal. Some scandals with a big S, some scandals with a small S. Like one of them 
the lab from Coronation Street was bankrupt. That's not really a scandal, but, you know, it's that kind of... They've been involved in press fodder. They weathered media storms. That's it. Thank I mean, you. the shame of it is it was all named, you know, the Eye of the Storm because Stormy Daniels was supposed to be going Right, in. OK, yeah. Now, here's the thing, right? Every man in there, apart from Nick... Um, the uh, Broke the bank at Barrington. Nick Leeson. Every man, just making sure... Seems to be, apart from Nick Leeson... A complete SH1T when it comes to others' per- others' personal space and their treatment of primarily women, right? And that's what it seems to me. Um, Hardeep, his, you know, the, the story was that he got the boot off the one show because he was inappropriate with someone. I can, I can well believe that. Um, there's that horrible footballer. We talked about him. I didn't realise it was the guy we talked about a month ago. Who's Jermaine couple, Pennant. Jermaine Pennant, who a couple of years ago, his dog ate his then-girlfriend's cat and he cleaned it all up, repainted the walls, all of this stuff, and didn't tell her and told her the cat had run away. Didn't let her know until his autobiography came out about a month ago. Nice guy. So he's been perving on some girl. Then when she told everyone else that um, she was falling for him because he'd said he was falling for her, he kind of then turned everyone against her and got her booted out. Well, he revealed he was married. A yeah. lot of them didn't realise didn't realize realize. it. And uh, said it was all banter. Then there's a guy... Then there's a guy who said to his girlfriend he was going to punch her in the vagina. I think he might have said some worse than that, but definitely... But so who is he? what is he from? Like uh, a, a Towie type thing or... Yeah, I think so. Okay, he, and he was recorded saying yeah. saying very uh, physically and sexually aggressive, nasty, nasty things yeah. that you wouldn't you wouldn't want you wouldn't say to anyone. So he's he's being rewarded with yeah, and caught cheating on his pregnant wife. He's being rewarded with I don't know eighty thousand pounds, hundred thousand pounds, fifty thousand pounds, and then there's this other guy. Now I don't know who that balding gentleman is. Um, the one with the eye makeup. Oh on. right, no, he was in Married at First Sight, wasn't he? So this was a programme where people met and then they had to they get married. They married strangers. OK. And he's thoroughly unpleasant. And um, it, it, and there's a young... It's hard, it's hard to explain if you're not watching it. There's a young lady called Roxy. Roxanne Pallet. Ro- and, and she's an act- actor? Yes. She was in Emmerdale. Emmerdale. She's very slight. Um, what is she, 23, 24, 25? She's, you know, young, very slight. Um, and very attractive. And so this guy from Married at First Sight who's got a new baby coming in a few months, later on in the year, um, so he's in a relationship, um, is really laying it on her that he he fancies her. He finds her attractive. He's saying it's love. But he's not saying, I love you, and I wondered how you felt about it. He's saying, you must feel what is happening between us. He's laying it on her. You must feel what is going on between us. You can't deny... If I was to approach a young lady and say, look, I've, I've got feelings for you and I've had them for a while and I find you very attractive and I think we connect on a level. I just wondered how you felt. That's not how he's doing it. You must, you've got to acknowledge these feelings between us, putting on her. And when she very politely said tonight, can we not do this tonight? Because she's engaged. She's engaged. And she's had a stressful day, which we'll get to. C- can we not do this tonight? Gavin's calling in. Can we not do this tonight? Oh! Okay, no. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'll go. And he's huffing and puffing, and it's all, and he's he, and he was doing his best to make her feel bad. Okay, that's fine. That's one thing. They're all sh one ts toward women. Um, and then there's a, a bit, and maybe we'll talk about this a bit later. I don't want to do all Big Brother because I know it's a turn off for a lot of people. But then there's a bit 
um, where one of the men had their foot on Roxy's back. Was it Roxy? That was Ben. That was the guy that was, was... saying that she must feel the feelings. Right, OK. And he was kind of massaging very her back... tactile with her. ..with his foot, OK? OK. OK. Um, and Hardeep Singh Kohli called him over later on in the day and said, Mate, I'm worried about you touching her back her back with your foot. And we're like, oh, this is unusual coming from Hardeep. I'm worried uh, about you touching her back with your foot. So we think he's going to jump to her defence. The guy said, why, what do you mean? She's got a boyfriend, man. She's got. She's engaged and... It's going to make him mental. Yeah, it's going to make him mental and it's making you look bad. And he was the line. She should have told you to stop. Just let that sink in for a bit. So, he was saying to this guy who'd been massaging a young woman's uh, uh, um, back with his foot, a guy who's got a baby coming soon, he's saying, Hardeep is saying to this guy, she should have told you to stop. She's going to make you look bad. Now, both me and Kath went, what? And that explains a lot coming from Hardy, right? We went, what? What? No, 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 no. Surely it should be you shouldn't be touching her. You shouldn't be touching her unless she's giving you express permission to do so. You shouldn't be touching her. So I tweeted that. Oh, Hardy um, has said she should have told you to stop. That explains a lot. Why not just not touch her? Thinking that was like an obvious thing. It was an obvious thing. You just shouldn't be touching her. And loads of women came out and said, no, 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 no. It was her responsibility to tell him to stop. She's a cock tease. She's in a relationship She's playing him. One of those women called her a slut. Um, and follows me. Wow. She won't do it in a minute. When I, I'm when going I... to point something out as well. Go on. Generally, those women were old enough to be Roxanne's mother. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... Um, God, it really is kicking off on Twitter. Um... So this is this is a little bit heavy. Angela, I'm going to come to you in a bit. Get Gavin up, because I do want to talk to Gavin about uh, something. I, I, I need to have a word with him. Um, so this could be a little bit heavy, which I'm cool with, because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've got this wrong, and I think that this is partly why there are... I was reading that Louis C.K. did a surprise gig last night and, and made a joke about a rape whistle. You just think... He did, like, a little 15-minute surprise set, and you would just think... You've been outed for masturbating in front. He's an American comedian for masturbating in front of women without their permission or consent. Why would Why would you use the word rape in your stand up routine? He also apologised to a woman for ho- holding her in a bathroom, yeah. Um, yeah. which was very good of him. Apart from the fact that he didn't hold that woman in the bathroom, yeah. which made her wonder who exactly he's been holding. Yeah. You know, and and. How many women he's confusing? We can talk about Louis C.K. This is going to be one of those scattergun shows because it's literally was the last five minutes of Big Brother as we're going in and we're going, oh, I think we... Well, I, I, we didn't even have this conversation. It's just me and Kath didn't have time to talk about it out of there. So we're going to have the conversation here, I guess. What it's making me think is... When I was made to feel extremely uncomfortable by a very senior colleague years ago 
and everyone in the newsroom saw it happening. And they knew for a fact that if I smelt his aftershave wafting up the stairs, I would go and hide. Mm-hmm. Should I have told him to stop? Was that, da- was that on me? Or did I do what a lot of women do, which is try and make it go away as quickly and quietly as possible? Especially when someone is, I mean, in that situation, a lot more powerful than me. Um, by the way, Rachel Pritchard, you, you, you do follow me. She's uh, This is the woman who's calling her a slut and um, all of this stuff. I'm, she's just, uh, who, who the hell are you? I don't follow you. Um, um, let me just let me just uh, tweet that. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, so here's the thing: Have I got this wildly, wildly wrong? Right? That it's not the. Let's do it with men and women at the moment because there's all lovely kind of little differences as well with men and men and women and there's all these different things. But let's not cloudy the water unless you have specific experience for the moment. Is it the woman's responsibility if a bloke is... I can't even believe I'm asking this question. If a bloke is rubbing a woman's back with her foot, is it up to her to say, stop it? And if she doesn't say stop it, is she being a, a, a dick tease that say that? Or, or surely, surely it's the guy's responsibility to not do it. I don't even understand. I, that's like me saying, should the letter C come after the letter A or the letter B? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It seems so obvious. It seems so obvious. I've never had to wrestle with myself as to whether it was right to put my hands on, let's, for example, Sam. I've never, I've never, it's never crossed my mind. And yet it would appear that if I was a fella and Sam was a woman, it would be Sam's fault. Um... Especially and, if he didn't tell me to stop. And I will tell you why as well. Because if, if someone is touching you... And I'm, listen, and I don't know, maybe she enjoyed that interaction. We don't know. It was, it was, it's more hard each thing of saying, she should have told you to stop. So, so maybe she enjoyed that interaction. I don't know. Um, but, but, but actually, let's come to this in a second, shall we? Because I just, I just want to take a couple of quick calls. 0344 499 Evening, Gavin! Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Mate? I'm doing very, very well, mate. How are you doing? You're sounding chipper. I'm on. Uh, do you know what? I'm on top of the world tonight. Now we're not yeah. streaming the show on um, YouTube, and um, now I've got a house, and I'm going to Scotland this weekend. I'm excited about Scotland. Oh, what about in Scotland, man? I'm going to Edinburgh on Saturday, Glasgow on Sunday. Still plenty of tickets available. Plenty, plenty of tickets plenty available. Tickets. <laughs> All right. So, um, why did you want? Me to phone. Well, listen, okay. Um, because I, just... I generally don't know. I was, I've just had my sleeping pills and I was okay. just dozing gently and I heard for okay. some reason you wanted so to. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wanting to clear up a few things, okay? But mate, you've got nothing to apologise for. Okay. Well, I just wanted to clear up a few things. So you live with your mum and dad, right? Yeah. Right. And you, li- and, and how long have you lived there for? Um, what do you mean, um, since the divorce or previous or... Right, well, just how long now? have you lived there for this time? This time, um, we're looking at probably about 14 months. 14 months, OK. But you, you, you're married? No, I'm getting the divorce, man. Oh, re- I'm sorry to hear that, man. That sucks. That's all right, man. That no, sucks. Unless it's you. <laughs> but I'm sure it's not. Um, OK. But do you, I mean, do you speak to your wife? Um, she will have absolutely nothing to do with me. Hey, man, that sucks. Um, 
Mate, it hurts, doesn't it? Of course, it's, it, oh, it's awful. It's not even because I think it's it's near your heart, but it's actually it it feels more stomachy. Yeah, that that pain. Oh, it's, if, it's in the gut. I mean. It's the gut. Um, yeah, and, and does do, do, are you working at the moment? No, I'm a student, mate. So what are you studying? Remind me. Um, pharmacology. Pharmacology. Here we go. A lot of money there. Um, and is she um, working? No, but I've my heart's. <laughs> Why is it all going back to the heart? My heart's not in it. Yeah. Is she working? My friend, I don't even know where she is. So you don't know what she does for a living or anything? You don't even know any of I that? I know what she does for a living, and I roughly... Um, she's a, a, a manager of a, a bookmakers. Is she? Yeah. She's I a manager of bookmakers? Is, but... OK. Can I play you something? Is it going to make me cry? I don't know. It, it's just, um... Can I, can I just play you something? I'm with crying at the moment. No, but... I'll try not to make you cry, Gab. I don't want to make you cry, but it's just um, it's just a clip of um, a, a friend of mine. Do you mind if I play it? Play it, man. Play it. it, it okay. The reason why sheep's sheep's sheep don't have any teeth—they have them when they're babies, well, lambs, I think—but they don't have them as they get older because it's the difference between the milk diet and the grass diet. Why? Why don't they have teeth on the top layer? Um, and we've got some other questions still in need of answers as well. But I got a bit carried away when Paul, the paraglider pilot, rang in, and I've lost my list. Gavin's in Stansted. Gavin, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Carry on, Gavin. It's the brass size. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, what you got to think about is, is that it's kind of the same way that um, dress sizes go in um, accumulative numbers. Yeah, so you've got like 12, 14, 16, yeah. stuff like that. And it's just to unflatter um, the female form. And people can pretty much um, fit any part of those numbers near enough. So when it no, comes but, to, but what, um, what we wanted to know is why have you got double D and not double C? Do you want me to carry on, Gav? I'm not. I'm not sure what you're. Okay, but just remember, your wife's a bookmaker, yeah. um, Your wife's a bookmaker, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Because yeah, it's more of it's it's a more precise measurement of the the human form. Yeah, but it could have been E. It could have just gone A B C D E F G. Why does it go A A A B C D D D? And if you've got, um, let's say for example, you want um, long trousers or short trousers, and depending on your leg size. It's going to matter, isn't it? Yeah, but it, you, you never go 32, 33, 34, 34, no, 35. Yeah, that's the thing. Women's bodies are different, well, fundamentally, to, to men's bodies. So you, your measurements have got to be a little bit more precise. No, but double A is not more precise. I mean, one, two, three, it four, is, five... Is, mate, I promise you, it, is, it makes a lot of difference. Mate, I promise you, it isn't. This is just counting. One, two, three, four, five, eight... OK, so this is James O'Brien on LBC... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your wife's a bookmaker, yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's let's carry on. One of those is not more precise than the other. Right, say, say for example, um, I've got a a finger extended in front of me. Yeah, I know how you feel. I'm looking at it, and it's a certain length. Yes. But somebody else will come and say, well, I've got a finger as well, but it's a little bit longer or shorter. Yes. That's kind of, that's fundamentally how it works, because my wife is... Um, no, but you're just describing sizes. You're not describing why they have double A and don't have double B. Mate, because you're talking about volume as well, not not just proportions. You're talk- it's, a com- it's a complete... Us blokes will never understand the female body. Yeah, well, speak for yourself. What are your qualifications? My wife is a lingerie designer. <laughs>
you. Um, so uh, what's the problem? Uh, because she is. Um, and so I don't, I don't understand what you're... If, I, sorry, what you're I thought you said she was... Something. I thought you said she was a bookmaker. Yes, she's a manager of a bookmaker, yeah. And she designs lingerie, so... Oh, right, OK, 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 sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, man, sorry, no, OK, no, you you said she was um, a, a bookmaker. You're really um, making me feel quite freaked out. I, um, I'm sorry, I... I and you never make I me feel freaked out when you call you in. I wasn't going to call. I was told that you wanted me to call, so... OK. What do you want? What do you want from me, Ian? Please, just... Tell me, um... I want you to either stop calling me or to start telling the truth. One of those two things. Everything I've told you, from gun to tape, from soup to nuts, has been the truth. Send me the picture of you being attacked by your dad. I've got it on my phone. I don't know how... I, like, I'll, I'll give you my email. You I'll give you my email. You said, ha, ha, you don't know how to use Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter. I'll give you my email. I don't know how to. You, I can. Oh, sorry, but last I, night you just last you night you said you you said you last night you said you texted it to me. Ian, you did that quite quickly, but it didn't come through. So, Ian, I will give you my Facebook account. I don't want your and Facebook then you account. You can check out all the pictures. Last night you said you texted you texted it to me, but it didn't come through. And yet you did that very quickly. No, because I don't know how to do it. You said you'd done it. Trying to tell you for ages. No, but last night you said. Last night you said. Last night you said you'd done it. All right, so it's on my phone. So what what buttons do I press to make it? I don't know what model phone you have. Last night you so you didn't text it to me last night. No, I pressed all the buttons and I assumed that you'd received it. Ian, I don't know how to. I don't know how to do it. Okay, I think maybe. that you calling in is not healthy for either of us. I want to prove to you that this is my life and I'm I not... wish you the best of luck with it. I can't help you. I don't want your help. I just want to show you that I don't... I'm not on Twitter. You, you're welcome to check out my Facebook. You've, you've emailed me before. Why don't you email them to me? Have I emailed you before? I don't think I have, because I don't know how to do that. Um, I don't know how to do it. You, That's yeah, yeah, well, I'm not well being, Gavin, like, Gavin, Gavin, you've emailed me before, mate. I've got an email from you. I'm saying what? My dad has beaten seven bells out of me. I'd write, We talked about the emails on a previous phone call. So didn't the pitch come with the email? No, mate. Right, so I've emailed... So if I send it as an attachment... Yep. Right. Now we're talking. Now I'm and on the And the picture scene. of your crashed car as well, please. Really? Yeah. I'm perfectly happy to. But um, yeah. the thing is... Why did you want me to phone up tonight? Because I, I um, wanted to play that clip of you... I just wanted to check what your wife did, and I, uh, what a surprise. It doesn't tally with what you told another broadcaster. But it's just true. OK, then that's well, great. Geez. Then I apologise. I'm sorry. I got it wrong. I'm really sorry. No, mate, I, you didn't get it wrong. You just... I I don't know. I, OK. It's just feeling a little bit 
strange. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look up my email addresses. No, I'll tell you what we're going to do, Gavin. You're not going to call us anymore, mate. I apologise if I've caused you any distress. That's not my intention at all. But this show is is um, is a celebratory, honest show. Yeah, I, do I don't feel that you're do being honest with me, so I would like you to not... I I, I, do you know what, Gavin? No, I, I would like you not to call in anymore. If you call this show again... Um, you won't get the phone won't get answered. I wish you nothing but joy and luck and success and happiness. I hope all of your issues get get solved and get resolved, and that you are able to 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 get yourself in a, in a positive, powerful, strong place. I genuinely wish that on you, uh, brother, and I wish you the best of luck. Um, and I'm going to ask with love and with respect that you, you don't call us again. Agreed. Okay. Thank you, mate. This is Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, I don't know. Was that a bit loose, women? That felt a bit mean. That felt a bit mean. That felt a bit mean. The thing is, we're privy to... It's more subtle than it appears in that phone call, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he has told someone who's in touch with him via this show that he'd killed, he was going to kill himself. But that felt a bit mean. That felt a little bit mean. That, that felt a little bit, um... Felt a little bit mean. That was Do you feel heavy-handed, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should... Maybe I could, I could have done better. The concern is this, the concern is this, right? That while he's ringing up and talking to us, he's not getting help for what is obviously a problem. Mm. Um... I don't know. I think the right decision has been made, Gavin, if you're still listening, that we don't talk anymore. Uh, but I apologise. Maybe that was a bit mean. Maybe that went... I don't know. I don't know. Um, OK. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, Ken! Good evening, Ian and Cathy. Catherine, yep. Uh, are, you, are, are you allowed to speak about anything on your programme tonight, Ian? I'd like to speak about Israel, if, if that's OK. If not, I won't speak about it. You can speak about it. Let's, let's, let's hear your anti-Semitic nonsense. Go. <laughs> Anti-Semitic, did you say? It's the exact opposite. Uh, we're not addressing the real cause, the root cause of anti-Semitism. And I would like to explain to you, if you allow me, what is the what is the root cause? Yeah, go on. It's those damn Jews, isn't it? It's their fault, isn't it? No, no. I love the Jewish people. I love the Jewish people. Okay, but they need to convert to Christianity. No, that's entirely their decision. God doesn't force anybody to do that. That's a personal decision between each individual person and their Creator. God doesn't force anybody to follow Him and believe in Him. That's a choice. Now, regarding the Jews, uh, uh, Ian, they are a specific uh, race of people chosen by God for a purpose, for many purposes, actually. First of all, to receive his word, to keep his word, to proclaim his word, and to record his word in a book called... The Bible. Okay. That that is why God chose them. I, I, uh, I can hear all of our listeners switching off, Ken. Well, people, the reason that the Jews are hated is because people hate the God of Israel. Are Jews hated? Who hates the Jews? Pardon? Who hates, Who the, hates the Jews? Who hates the Jews? The most ancient hatred in history is okay. the hatred of the Jewish people. Uh, right. I don't hate the Jews. 
Ken doesn't hate the Jews. He loves the Jews, and he loves the gays, and he loves the blacks, and he loves the Muslims, but they're all sinners. <laughs> James, Ian, you're, you're jumping off the, the point I'm calling about. This is an important issue. This is Frank Field has uh, resigned from the Labour Party, and I'm right. trying to address the reason, the real reason why people are anti-Semitic. Well, and just remind us, tell us again, people are anti-Semitic because, not just because of stupid bigotry and... Um, uh, stuff like that, it's because they're supposed to be recording God's word or something. No, because people don't want to hear about the God of Israel. God is hated throughout the world. Oh, do you know what, Ken? This world... Thanks very much for your call. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hey, Jerry. Just a bit, go on. Allegations are they making against you? Can you check the yes. answer, please? What allegations are they making? But, uh, I'm starting to call the police. Uh, they made it uh, lay, lay on the floor on purpose. They're making calls radio stations. They don't want to say neglected. And I saw things there was. But they always shouted out. So why are they going to all my tablets? They try and get me some medication changed. I don't know how you put up with any of it, Jerry. I do not know how you put up with the hand you've been dealt there. It's just, just, uh, I just can't believe it. Because he should give me the file when the documents are obviously being taken over because of the meeting yesterday. They left in there. I went down to the manager, the deputy manager, said, Have you got that? I said, I've given it, you're not so sharp, sir. What about me? Documents about me, but not so after the letter of the hospital. It's written by. There's a address to me, but they go it in their file. They go it in the file. So you didn't see the letter? No, I saw, saw, the, I saw the letter yesterday. And it contains. They asked the nurse about my condition. And it's made personal comments about it, which aren't true. It's, it's, it's one of two different things, and they only got to page four. Four incident reports. Uh, Strange thing was, and the mission said, this time, a couple of weeks ago, they were innocent to make a report. I didn't know this. Make a report. So, but the carers got their say. But I didn't know the reports were there. I didn't get my say. And then they. It's just, there's no. I'm going to choose the things. They're on true, but I don't know about them because they won't mention. I just haven't seen that yesterday. I just was going, I was just going hospital in September for it. I go check. They they queried something, and I go to the hospital to say this. So the neurologist can see what's going on with the their allegations. It's but not got the letter. Oh, oh, Jerry's gone. We'll try and get Jerry back. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. You're listening to Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and me, Catherine Boyle. Ian's going to be back in just a second, uh, but in the meantime, you've got me, 0344 499 1000. Got loads of texts and tweets and stuff coming through at the moment. Thanks very much for all of them. Um, Vix is having a bit of a time of it on Twitter at the moment. We were talking earlier on about the situation on Big Brother that we sort of witnessed just before the show started. And forgive us, you know, if you're not a Big Brother fan, but it's more a kind of general point about um, in the case of um, a man and a woman who who are who don't really know each other let's be honest they've been in there for a week and i know that people are throwing rounds that they love each other like nobody's business but they don't know each other really and a bloke um was massaging a woman with his foot and was warned off by another fella who told him that she should he's going to look bad and she should have stopped him and we were just wondering if anyone else balked at that you know the fact is that those two in particular it's a bit the relationship is a bit more complicated than that because you know they are getting quite close she's engaged he isn't in a situation where a man is touching a woman he doesn't really know for another man to say to him she should have stopped her i i find that really a very odd reaction. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So Vic's put on Twitter um, in sort of answer to one of our um, our comments. She put, "Why am I having to listen to Ian Lee and Flipping Cat explain to people why it's not okay for men to touch women?" And then someone else on Twitter who doesn't have a name or a picture. Of course, it's always those ones. Said, can only women explain this? That's not what she's saying at all. That is not what she's saying at all. She's just saying. Isn't it obvious that if you don't know someone, you shouldn't be touching them? We're just discussing... Vix is being uh, oh. kind of uh, chastened, chast- well, chastised on Twitter. I'm surprised by the number of people that are saying... That don't get it. That don't... Um, uh, Megan gets it. Mate, if he knows she isn't single, why is it her fault if he touches her? Yeah. Why is it always the woman's fault? And this is the thing. Quite a lot of the people suggesting she uh, is the one leading him on... And that is the nice way I'm putting it because they're using quite strong language yeah. on there. Are other women? It's incredible. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Do you want to swap room? Yeah, you have your cello. You have yours pie. high, honey pie. You have your chair nice and low. Oh, and uh, we go right. Okay, <laughs> we're just debating. I was, I was, I was probably too. A lot of you are calling me out for it. Rightfully so. Thank you. Uh, I was probably too harsh with Gavin, so I just phoned up to apologise um, because I was I was I was harsh, and um, and you know people who are just listening won't know the the full history. But I shouldn't have spoken to him like that, so I apologise to him and I apologise to you guys for listening to that. That was not that was not that was not a cool way to start a show. That was not a cool way to start a show. So um, I just called him up and. Um, if he wants to accept the apology, that's fine. And if he doesn't, then that's fine. You know, it's life, isn't it? So you say things sometimes that you kind of look back and go, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, that's that's life. Um, J- Jerry's back. Jerry? Hello, sorry. Yes. I'm just showing me door. That's all right. Uh, no, that's just, that's just to me. I'm not allowed to eat them. The what? There's letters just to me, and they're not allowed to read them. Well, they, uh, well, are they not allowed to read them, or has someone on your behalf, behalf signed a care thing that means they can read them? No, 
Well, not giving them to you is out of order, but there might be... A th- I don't know what your care package is. I don't know what um, rights have been signed over by your... Hang on a minute. I don't know what rights have been signed over by you or by your family or how much control the council can seize if they think you are incapable of certain things. So I, I, maybe they are allowed to open those letters. I don't know. They certainly have to show them to you. If they're not doing that, then that's out of order. I didn't see yesterday. And when was it... Uh, when did it arrive? get that man i get that and i'm sorry you're going through that and there's nothing else i can say I know, just need to watch being a human being you. sucks i need to shout out to you sometimes thank you thank you for being there for all me thank right. you. stick it up your bum up your bum thank you very much indeed let's try ben good evening ben oh hello mate <clears throat> hello ben hello that fella going on about the jews in israel with this i mean what adolf hitler you know huh? the five foot six austrian with brown hair, brown eyes, big nose, going on about the Germanic Aryan people. Right. I saw a documentary. He was an intravenous crystal meth user, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was a big druggie. Yeah, so Sherlock Holmes was an opium fiend. I don't quite know where we're going with this. Well, no, I mean, that, that fella, this, all, he's talking about the oldest hatred. But, in, you know, in this century, it came from Hitler, didn't it? Well, so uh, well, it didn't originate. Well, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get into Hitler and the no. Jews. Really, I no, don't want to no, go no, down no, there. I'm, I'm, I'm defending the Jews. I'm saying. That yeah. Well, I don't, I don't. Uh, you know what? Um, if pe- people want to believe, yeah. You know, that it's obvious. The, the man ended up in Germany sleeping in doorways, and what, then what man? Adolf Hitler. Okay, but what has this got to do with what Ken was saying? Because I, I, when the, with people nowadays, a lot of people that are smack going about the Jews controlling the media, yes, or banks and all this nonsense. It's people just see what they want to see; they don't see the truth. And the truth is, well, they don't. Well, but and the truth yeah. is, well, the truth is they don't control. You know, okay. Sky, who owns Sky? Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Richard Branson, Virgin. Yeah. You know, it's like when people harp on about Hollywood. They see Steven Spielberg. Yes, he's Jewish, but they don't see 
George Lucas, yeah. far wealthier, far more powerful. Yes. They don't see James Cameron, no. Titanic, Avatar, Terminator, okay. who's more successful. Well, I don't think Ken was, was phoning up to say that the media is controlled by the Jews. No, I know. I'm saying that he's to, he was saying that this hatred for the Jews. Yes. Right? And I'm saying that in the last hundred, whatever, you know, 70 years, it's come from what Hitler said. Well, well, no, I, I, I well, I, hit, I, I think it was, it was, well, it's, no, it's been around a yeah, lot longer been than around, that. Maybe, yeah, but he, he took it obviously a step further. Well, but if several he was goose steps today, further, not to make light of it, but yes, he, yes, of course he did. Um, is, but, yeah. but the anti, anti-Semitism has been around for yeah, centuries. Yeah. Yes, but, but again, I don't know why. What? But, uh, but why are we talking about Hitler? Why? Why bring Hitler into the mix? Uh, well, because I. Because he was saying that I, nowadays people, yes. you see it on the internet, have a pop, think that you control the media. OK, the he wasn't it. saying that. Ken, I'm defending Ken. He wasn't right. saying that. No, he was talking about the general hatred or whatever. And look, people, people are up on about Israel, hating Israel. I mean, yeah. Israel cannot... If, if the Jews, for example, controlled... Or the banking, right, for example. They don't. Because if they did, Hitler became Chancellor in 33. Oh. The war kicked off in 39. Please stop talking about Hitler. Well, no, I'm saying they would have, bought, they would have stopped him, wouldn't they? Yeah, but, but just stop, just, let's, just, well, let's just stop talking about Hitler. We don't have to mention Hitler. All right. So you, you, do you think if Hitler hadn't existed... You mentioned Hitler again. <laughs> try, try and do a sentence without Hitler in it. Oh, well, you try to do a, do a sentence about, I don't know, um, you know, this, like, I talked about um, the Muslims or something, about Tommy Mo- uh, Robinson. Very, very easy. I could do a whole day talking about Muslims and not mention Tommy Robinson. No, I'm talking about criticising, you know, people having a pop at Muslims being right, First of all, first of all, I wouldn't compare Tommy Robinson to Hitler. I no. think that's that's a step I'm too trying, far. Mate, I'm but but you can step. you can talk about Jews and not talk about Hitler. It, it's really really easy. Right. Don't mention Hitler. So if, is it, what I'm trying to if don't. Hitler had not mentioned don't say it about the banks and or the, the no. whatever say his name. Do you think people would still mention that? What? Huh? Because people you I, yeah people harp on about how they control the media. No, but Ken, no, no, but nobody has tonight except for you. All right. So, wh- wh- why do they hate the Jews then? Well, I don't, I don't know. But Ken was saying it goes back thousands of years. Right. And <laughs> I'm trying to say, mate, if if Adolf Hitler hadn't existed, he mentioned Hitler again. Come on, can stop you mentioning Hitler. I'm trying, mate. I'm saying Hitler. If he was stop alive, saying Hitler. We are talking about a man who was an Austrian, who had brown hair, brown eyes, a big nose, and went on about the Aryan race. I don't think he had a big. What's the big nose got to do with it? Because he went on about the Jews having big noses, didn't he? I don't know if he had a big nose. He did. We'll have a look at the pictures, mate. The fact is, he was a five foot six, diminutive, sad Austrian who went on about the Germanic people. He fled to Germany, ended up homeless. In doorways. Hitler's got a great nose. I've just seen a picture of him. Right. I'm just saying it was a very sad. Stop man. talking about Hitler. Oh my god. All right. All right. I just. 
I, all I'm saying is I don't think the amount of don't say it. anti-Semitism don't say it. around now don't say it. Don't say it. would exist don't say it. if Hitler he had... He said it. Yeah, Thanks very much for your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Did we do that break? We did that break. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go to Frank. Good evening, Frank. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, Frank. Uh, I've, I've not rang in before, but, 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 but this is my uh, first time uh, ringing in. Lovely. Nice to talk to you, Frank. What have you got for us? Hello. Hello, Frank. Sorry. Uh, I'm an old, older gentleman. Yes. And, and recently uh, my, my, my wife uh, divorced me. I'm sorry to hear that. It was very sad. OK. We'd been together for five years. <laughs> That's not that... Hang on a minute. That's not that long. I thought it would have been a lot longer. What have you it, been old? It, it, we, we'd, we'd been... Prior to that, we were together for a further two. Okay. Oh, seven years. Okay, that's fine. How old? How old are you, sir? And how old was she? I, I, I'm I'm seventy six years old. Uh, this 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 uh, uh, October, I think it is. Okay. So she you got with her when you were sixty nine. Sorry. Oh. You got with her when you were sixty nine. Did you? Well, I'm still a mover and shaker. Yes. The age. She was fifty two. Okay. Uh, I've still got it. What? Her false teeth? Anyway, I, I'm I'm looking to get back into the game. Okay. Have you thought about a sex bot? What's that? It's a robot for sex. Sounds pretty kinky for me. You can put its um uh, uh, uh vagina in the dishwasher. No, no, no! Don't be crass, old boy. I'm wondering if oh, you've got any dating tips. I haven't got any dating tips. It's not a field I am particularly looking to dive back into. For an old man? Um, just be yourself. Put on a clean shirt and right. tell nurse where you're going. W- would the lady who's with you have any tips, maybe? I don't know. Cathy? Catherine? Um, I think dancing is always good. Salsa, that dancing. Well, whatever dancing you can manage at your age. Uh, I'm still with it. Okay, well, um, yeah, do that. Right. And uh, no means no. They're my two tips. Would maybe some of the, the, the chat up lines have changed over the years? Well, I don't know. Try one. You look very boogie woogie to me. I think that's a cracker. Um, how. How how fast can you lick a stamp? Oh, <laughs> send the letter of love. Well, there's they're they're self um, adhesive these days, so I think that's probably going to you make you sound odd. I'm out, I'm outdated, aren't I? Yeah, just a little bit. Just w- would you like to bang them together for me? Sorry, um, is that? I think okay. you're very ambitious that they'd be able to bang them at all. Well, if there are any ladies out there listening who, who want to make an old man very happy, okay. Uh, then, uh, 69. Frank Daniels, yes. OK, Frank Daniels. OK, Frank, thanks for your call. Right. Thank you, Leon, yes, lovely. Bye-bye, OK. OK, let's go to Brian. Good evening, Brian. Hello, Brian. Uh, uh, yeah, hi, hi, Ian. How are, you? how are you? I'm all right, Brian. How are you doing? Just one quick point. Um, which is... Um, 
Sherlock Holmes is a fictional character. It was written by Arthur Conan Doyle. It was what? A fictional character. Yes. And it was written by Arthur Conan Doyle. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle to you, boy! Not to me, because I went to the same school that he went to. Gosh, how, how old are you, then? Old enough. Well, he's older than me, but old enough. Oh, he's a year above you. Yes, I know I know. Sherlock Holmes was a fictional character, Brian, yes. Well, you, you didn't say that earlier. Right. I don't... I, do, I don't... Didn't think I needed to, every time I mentioned someone, say whether they were real or fictional. I didn't think I had to do no, that. You said he was an opium... opium something... Opium addict, yes. Yes. Yeah, which he was. Yes, but that was fictional. When no, it, it, well, in real life, no, well, in real life, he doesn't exist, so it could only be fictional. Yeah, but you were talking to that gentleman in real life. I was talking to that gentleman in real life, and I mentioned a, a person who doesn't exist in real life yeah, and their fictional drug that, addiction. He could have thought that he could have thought that you meant the, 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 he, he's a real man. Okay, well, if anyone if anyone thought that Sherlock Holmes was a real man as a direct result of my conversation, um, then I, I can only apologise, Brian. Sorry for any confusion. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Just wanted to clarify. OK, thanks. Thank you very much indeed. That uh, was the longest quick point uh, I've ever experienced. Good, <laughs> good evening, Annie. Good evening, Ian. As, as random hours of radio go, oh, mate. it's right up there, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, wow. No, it's not, my, not my, my proudest start to a show, but there you go, you know. It is, yeah, but the the real life Sherlock Holmes wasn't an addict, just a fictional one. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course, I, I, you, thank you for making that clarification. I would not, I would hate to be sued by the estate of the real life Sherlock Holmes. Um, Absolutely, you don't want to because it's ancestors and things like that. You don't want to upset people. Don't want to upset those uh, guys. Annie, stay there. I've just seen the time. I'm late for the news. Oh uh, three uh, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call in an hour. Wayne Kramer. Lead guitarist for the MC5 is coming on the show. Kick out the jams, mother fluffers. Um, but in the meantime, you can give us a call about anything. The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Morning.
what you felt you should do. I'm alright, and you know that you're looking fine. But I still listen to that music every night. Blows my body, but there's always another girl. Another time, another place. Don't you see things getting in the way? Sitting in the graveyard, in the church, nursing a child, green on the other side. Today, saying, hey, have you heard the new single by Hollow Hand? No, I haven't. I will, I will try and play it maybe a little bit later on tonight. Good evening, dear listener, the late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who the heck are you, woman? I'm Catherine Boyle. Right. Um, busy old show tonight. Um, here's an email. <laughs> Ian, you've been very silent about anti Semitism and racism within the ranks of the Labour Party, including its leader, Jeremy Corbyn. And I think it's about time you broke your silence, Ian Lee. Time to speak up, says Martin from Hendon. OK, thanks for that, Martin. 0344 499 is the telephone uh, number if you want to give us a call. Um, uh, uh, OK, I don't know. I've got no idea what happened in that last hour. No idea whatsoever. Um, but there you go. We were speaking to uh, Annie before the break. Hello, Annie. Hello, Ian. Hello, Annie. What you got for us, Annie? Right, I think it's, it's time for a total subject change. Yes, please. Is it Hitler? <sighs> no, he, he might come up later. Okay. I don't, you never know when you're going to wander in that direction. Yeah, but no, never, apparently, some, some people find it impossible to say a whole sentence without mentioning the H word. Seems to be very difficult. Yeah. No, I'm looking, I'll be honest, I'm looking for a little bit of validation here from you, Ian. Okay. There is a song yeah. that I hate. Okay. With a level of irrational rage okay. that I've never felt about anything else. Wowzers, I can feel the anger vibe coming from you. Is it by the Beautiful South? Because I feel the same. No, the Beautiful <laughs> South are a fine band. <laughs> the, the song is I've Never Known a Girl Like You Before by Edwin Collins. Uh. Oh, it's um, it, it's terrible, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It, never it, known a girl like you before. Oh, no, it's bad. It is bad. It's a collection of sentences that have no connection to each just other. Just like in the day, was it just like in the what, back? He rhymes like before Days with your. Of your. He, he, yeah, and then he goes back to before, and then there's a flaw. It's just a collection of words that rhyme with random sentences in the middle of it. I remember Why it being a, that song being a big hit. So much airplay. I remember it being a big hit and thinking, I don't get this. I don't <laughs> get that. And and um. 
Um, not Edwin Starr. Edwin Collins, poor fellow, he's been very ill. Mm. Did he have a brain aneurysm or a stroke? Something stroke. like that. Yeah. He had a stroke. Maybe it was about eight, nine, ten years ago. It was a while ago. And, um, and people thought he wasn't going to recover, and he recovered. He, he put a lot of work in, and he got, you know, as, as fit as he could, and he still goes out and performs. So hats off to him for that. But unfortunately, he also includes that song in his repertoire. Yeah, that's the problem. If, if he could have forgotten that song while he was ill, oh, I'd have oh. been a lot happier about him well, getting better. There were there, and there's the oh, second Annie. off come off the night. Wow, OK, right, OK. <laughs> um, Annie, thank you very much for your call. You're right, it's a terrible song, but we don't, we don't wish any ill, you know. I don't, oh God, let's move on. Good evening, John. Hi, welcome back from New York. Thank you, John. Hope you had, hope you had a good time with yeah. the kids. I did. Um, very good, very good. Very I'm good. in my hometown. I was born in Brooklyn, so... Wow. Um, yeah. I'm a Brooklyn guy. I want a pizza pie. I'm Brooklyn born, and I want to have a Coke float. Yeah, I miss it. I miss it. But I, I want to go and hang out with the hookers what? and the lowlife and the scum at a street in Brooklyn and have a bit of pizza pie and a little bit of respect. Watch a Yankee game. Watch a Yankee game. Don't get game. blown by a hooker on Fifth Avenue. Back with the hookers again. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the blimp that they're going to run this weekend over Parliament Square from Canada? People want to spend their money on it. I I thought um, uh, Sadiq Khan's response to it was very dignified. Did you know what his response is? Um, he, he, he approved it, didn't he? He said, he, what, said, what, he said, well, it, 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 it seems OK with me, although I, cause he's wearing a yellow bikini. Mm. He says, I don't think yellow is my colour. You got, you got. But what's he going to do? There's no chance of him going. God damn it! That's how. Of course, he has to uh, accept it with a bit of cause. Flipping balloon flying over London. Who cares? My reaction was, what goes around comes around. He wouldn't have approved it against Trump if he would know that a few weeks' time he's going to hang everywhere. Of course he would, because he has. He didn't know that he's going to hang there. It's pretty obvious it was. You could have. You could have. You could, yeah, it's pretty obvious. I find it um, interesting that the punchline is, he's a woman. Um, I think it's, it's also, it, uh, it sends a message of some his, his position of getting some ads. I think the bloke that runs it is a business suspicious character. Oh, yeah, the I bloke that runs it is, um, is, is, if you dig into the guy that did, did yeah, it, yeah, oh, he's done some anti-Semitic found, tweets. Yeah. It's pretty nasty. I think it's... Sounds like all these southerners in, in the states. The same is the same uh, bitter people. But uh, frankly, in terms of like a fair fight, we make fun of Trump, my guy. But you said your Trump guy. Make fun of you, your guy. Yeah, your guy. Trump is my guy. Trump you you my voted guy. for him. Did you vote for him? No, I, I've been. I don't. I don't like politicians. I hate them. Oh, but he's I your guy. He's my yeah, guy. Are you still because, American? You still an American citizen? Straight, yeah, I am. Okay, I, I, well, I never. I just. I'm, I'm just a resident. Okay. I never took up British citizenship. Okay, but 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 you say what goes around comes around, mate. It's just a balloon. Here's the thing. It's just a balloon, yeah. right? That's going to hover. Yeah. The, only, the only last one only hovered about 100 feet in the air. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Did Trump get upset about the balloon, or did he even no, know? Oh, he it? loved it. He loved it. He right. said he quite liked it. Okay. Yeah. And Sadiq has said the same thing. Okay, fine. If someone wants yeah, to spend 50 grand on it, Sadiq wanted to upset him. No, it's, no, it's he not didn't. Sadiq. You know, it wasn't Sadiq's balloon, right? Yeah, but he approved it because because yeah. I understand he hates him because Trump was pretty obnoxious towards him. Yeah, he was. Trump, I, I, Trump was Trump was a bit. It wasn't his yeah, balloon. Yeah. He didn't pay for it. He didn't organize it. He, he just gave the permission for it. Here's the difference between Sadiq Khan and I'm not a major fan of his it's abuse of power. He approved no, he, it. Okay, John. Here's the difference between yep. Sadiq yep. Khan and Donald Trump. 
Sadiq okay. Khan doesn't mouth off the same way that Donald Trump does. So well, I don't think you'll ever hear him say that he hates someone. I think he's well, let it go because that was the rule. You're part of the people that don't like Trump. Everybody likes different people. I like Trump not because I like him personally. I just like his style because I'm sick and tired of all the politicians beating around oh, the bushes. Okay. And finally, somebody said it straight. But, okay, it but then be, if you why can't weird. you? Okay, but then so someone wanted to put a balloon up. So what? Who cares? What, no, what no, Sadiq cares. Khan did? What Sadiq Khan did? And this is what you. This is what I know you won't get. What yep. Sadiq Khan did was allow people to protest. People in this no. country are allowed to protest. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He was trying to embarrass the guy. No, he wasn't. Not because he's for freedom of speech. No. How do you know? How do you know? Where's your evidence? Um, Sadiq Khan... Where's your evidence that he did it to embarrass Trump, not because he, he, he just he doesn't mind protest? Sometimes you can tell from the tone of a voice. So for your evidence is the tone of a, of a voice. Okay, a tell me. Okay, tell me what yeah. clip I need to find so I can hear the tone of his voice that says, um, "I'm doing this to embarrass Trump, not because I agree with um, uh, protests and demonstrations." What clip do I need to find? Because you've obviously heard it. So let's find it. I've heard him saying about it, reacting about Trump's different comments. Yeah, well, Trump, Trump had a go in for being a Muslim. So I'd be I'd be kind of pissed uh, off. So that's what I'm saying. So I don't blame him. I no, don't no, blame but, no, him. No, 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 no. But you've extrapolated. Trump had a go in for being a Muslim, right? And said it was it was bad. I don't thing. think so. This is also yeah, he did. Clip. Tell me, tell me that clip where Trump had a go because he's a Muslim. Show okay. me that clip. The well, thing is, I'm the thing is, John, you, we can. I'm waiting for you. Uh, yeah, I want I want to hear that clip, and okay. then I'll bring you the clip. No, no, no. I asked anger. for the clip right. first. You give me your clip first. Okay. There is no clip that Trump was against being a Muslim. Okay, From fine. His tone. Okay. There's but no. Tra- we know you Trump. Know that. That we know Trump doesn't like Muslims. We know that. That's that could, fact. Yeah, it could be. It could. No, be. no, no, no. No, it could be. That's a fact. Just no, like no, he no, likes. I don't think he doesn't like. I don't believe it. I don't, don't believe he doesn't like Muslims. He does, mate, mate. He doesn't like Muslims. He wanted to stop all Muslims going into America. I think that's an accusation. No, that's a fact. He wanted to stop all Muslims <laughs> going into yeah. America. Until, Not and I quote, we work out what's going on. You want, you Hang want on, John, John, a woman speaking, listen. He never does. Until, he said, we need to stop all people coming in until we work out what's going on. And he was stopped from doing that. He was stopped from doing what? He was stopped from um, preventing all Muslim countries from having... From, um, being able to no, have people no, in. No, there was he, a list of countries. Yeah. Then he got. Then he came up. No, wait a minute, John. Wait a minute, John. Then he came up with down. a list, and they were mostly yeah. Muslim countries. In fact, they were all Muslim countries. And the judge said he was right. And a court. No, the judge stopped him from doing right. a. The judge stopped him from doing a blanket ban. A blanket ban, but they proved several, several bans, right? They did approve some of it. Some of them. But he wanted to ban yeah, them. Yeah, they did, all. But he didn't prove the initial ban, which was to ban them all. Okay, but. John. It yeah. doesn't mean he hates Muslims. He doesn't hate Muslims. He probably has about 10,000 people employed who are Muslims. Yeah, yeah okay. you're working, below, working for, for minimum wage, if that, cleaning the shit out of his toilets. That's what they'll be doing. Like, 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 like all the rich people in the UK trying right, to. Fine, fine. But, but you, can't, you can't extrapolate that he likes Muslims from that. It's pretty obvious that, that Trump doesn't <laughs> I like. I think he particularly likes. No, but nobody is. You ju- no, you just said likes. telling that he's the nicest guy. I don't think he hates Muslims. You said okay. he hates well, then, Muslims. Well, then, John, then, John you're wrong. He hates Muslims. It's he obvious. He likes the Saudi Arabian prince. He loves He them. likes money. Oh, man. <laughs> he, hates, he likes him because he's a Muslim. He likes no? him because he's a Muslim. No. 
He likes him because he, he likes him. He can't say anything. I can, to the, I can turn the argument around. If no, I want you, to. you can't because you're not bright enough. He likes him because of money. Why? Why would make you say that? He's trying <laughs> to make deals with him, jobs for Americans. It's, it's been, he doesn't Trump. know him before. Money for Trump yeah. is what he's interested in. First Listen, if you hate Trump, I don't blame you. You're you allowed listening. to hate him. I love him. I love him to bits. Well, that's, that John, that John, I'd love to have a conversation with you, but you, you, you never want to listen. So thanks for your call. Pleasure. Yeah, for you, because we don't, you, we don't get to talk. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. You're not. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. For the first time tonight, the switchboard is empty. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. You know what? In for a penny, in for a pound. Tony. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Tony. Hi, how are you? Could you turn the radio off, please, Tony? Oh. Yep. Right. Turned I, off. Yeah, we, just to flag up, just to remind you, we did agree a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, that we wouldn't... It'd probably best for everybody if you didn't call again. All right, sorry about that. Do you, remember, do you remember that conversation? I haven't listened for a few weeks. I'm just phoning you've been phoning. Uh, you've been phoning pretty much every night for the last few weeks. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, do you remember that conversation? Slightly, yeah, 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 slightly. Okay. Kind of bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just following up for the um, vulnerable people, really. Thought you were a bit harsh on that chap earlier. Yeah, no, and I've apologised to that chap. Um, I'm the show, but could you take? Could you come off speakerphone, please? Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. We we agreed, Tony, a while ago that we would we wouldn't take your call anymore, and you've called him pretty much every night since then. And I just I thought you were quite condescending to that chap. Um, okay. And, yeah, and, and I've and I've and I agree. So I'm just, I'm just and I agree, to Tony. I agree. I agree, and I apologised. That need that needs to come for. Okay. I I agree, That's and I apo- I agree, and I apologised. Well, the main thing, yeah, I was just following to see how you were, and then okay. uh, that that was another point. Okay. Well, are we going to agree to stop phoning again? Because I listen, I don't think you phone. Well, it's a valid point. I mean, it's, I thought it's fairly valid. Yeah, and I agreed with you. I've, 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 compl- I've validated your your point. I agree with you. Yes, I was yeah. I was too heavy handed. I'll, 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 it'll only ever be a valid point. Yeah. 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 No, and I've agreed, and 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 I apologise to the guy, and I and I feel wretched about the way I spoke to him, and and um, so I've apologised. Um, but... I remember him from quite a while ago. He, he's always been vulnerable from from months ago. I think. Okay. Really... Tony, I listen, I just don't think that you calling this show, we had this conversation before, I don't think that this is helping anybody, particularly you. So I'm gonna, really going to ask you, because I see sometimes your, the, your number flashes up on our screen for like a couple of hours a night. Do you never wonder why it never gets answered? You're changing the subject. 
we've, we've All ad- I always wanted to discuss was the valid points. Yeah, we've made yeah, that how, point. How, how, and this how, is how why are you we... going with the farm and what the, that valid point? No, now you're changing the point. Now you're trying to divert onto something else. Yeah, now you're changing the point to the farm. This is why I don't no. want you to call in, Tony, because it's, it, it frustrates me and I don't think it helps you, OK? So y- you call in and sometimes your phone number is flashing on my screen for a couple of hours a night. Did it never occur to you that maybe there was a reason it wasn't getting answered? Well, I just thought people were busy. No, not that busy. No, no, we, 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 it was particularly after a conversation we had where we said it, we, we, all, we all agreed it was probably best if you didn't call again. Listen, man, I wish you the best of luck with your life. I wish you peace and prosperity and sobriety. But I, I just think you phoning us, it, 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 it's not helping anybody, man, and it's not helping you. Because I'll, I'll finish well, this. I, I think this conversation has been positive, but I mean, we might as well... Wipe the slate clean, and uh, I'll only have a phone with a valid point. No, 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 no. Because what I know is I will end this phone call, and then you'll spend the rest of the night phoning up again. No, I won't. Promise. We, you promise? Yep. All right. Well, thanks for your call, man. It's appreciated. Thank you. All the best. Tutty Take bye. Care. Tutty bye. Let's see. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. So you know, do you know Rob? You know Roblox because you, yeah, your daughter had a banned. dodgy experience <laughs> on the thing on the computer. Well, my boys play it on the Xbox, which is a slightly different experience. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, it is, I believe, I believe harder because your your girl was talking was getting kind of bullied online by play, when she played it on a laptop. You can't work out whether she was being bullied or groomed. By yeah. the way, it was not welcome. Yeah, it was it was it was inappropriate, completely inappropriate. Um, very distasteful. Um, uh, so my boys play it on Xbox, and I have looked at it, and I've looked online, and they have assured me that no one it is impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I and I, I trust them, and but I've also you know I, I trust them to to a degree, but then I've I've also looked online and and, and stuff, so it's kind of cool. Okay, and for those that know, Roblox is an online game. I think it's free, and people make their own little games. They they look a bit blocky, like Minecraft. If you know that know that it's a very or you know the old eight bit games. And you go and play them for free. So we're in. We're about to go and get the boys' haircut today. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And we're talking about Roblox. And they said we found a new game on Roblox. It's like, oh yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. You stare and look at this dead dog. Oh my god. So like, what? Yeah, you stare and look at this dead dog. I said, right. And what do you do? Oh, nothing. Just look at this dead dog with other people. Oh. And I'm like, okay. So is it like a Roblox computer-generated dog? No, 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 it's a real dog. I said, what? Hang on. A photograph. So you're looking... The game is you go into this world and you stand with other people and you look at pictures of a dead dog. I said, yeah. I said, right, does anyone talk to you? He said, no, no one can talk to us. I said, right. And is the dog... The dog is dead. They said, yeah. And I said, right, I'm going to be honest, boys, I don't want you playing that game. That doesn't sound appropriate to me. And they looked a bit worried. I said, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not in trouble. It just just doesn't sound to me like an appropriate game. So we got back to the house a bit later on. And I said, tell you what, show me me that dead dog game. I was hoping you'd say that. Show me the dead dog game. And they went, you sure? I said, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's fine. No one's in trouble. It's cool. I just want to see what it is, right? And um, 
it's the most insane thing, right? <laughs> so basically, you get transported into this world, right? It wasn't like Shep. It's this I mean, a dog that happens to have passed over, but it's just a picture of a dog. It's a picture of a dog that has passed over. Long, the picture's taken long before it died. So you're not looking... I thought it was like a picture of a dog with its guts yeah, out and flies around it. And it's like this little white poodle, right? And there's just pictures everywhere of this white poodle. And there's an eternal flame. <laughs> and there's a gravestone. And it's to, it's, um, to Gabe... Uh, 2005 to 2016. Dog's called Gabe. Right. And then you, there's just, like, pictures of this flipping so, dog everywhere. So and some kids made a memorial. It's a memorial <laughs> world to Gabe the dog. Does anyone... Can, can anyone find this and screenshot this, please? Uh, um, I don't know if I... Did I jot down the name? Because I, it, it, it's... it's um, I don't think I did. No, I didn't jot down the name. Can anyone find the Gabe <laughs> Memorial game on Roblox and put some screenshots? Because it's the and I and I looked at it and went, I mean, this is weird, but if you want to come <laughs> here, you are very, very welcome to. But I have no idea why this even exists. And it's and you just you just walk around and look at pictures. There's a picture of this guy's dog just sat there, just floating around in the sky. And this eternal flame. <laughs> it is nuts. People deal with grief in, in very different ways. If anyone knows the game or c- can find it and post some screenshots, that would be great. That's Good evening, Gary. Oh, hello. Hello, Gary. Good evening. How are you two? Good, thank you, mate. What have you got? Well, I just want to know, I, I, have you ever talked about um, aliens or the belief of aliens? All the time, yeah, yeah. I'm, in fact, I'm trying to coax... Some uh, but people, uh, I've joined a couple of, uh, we've been abducted by aliens groups on Facebook, so I'm trying to encourage some people to come on and share their stories. And they are um, obviously quite reluctant to do so for fear of being mocked. But yes, we do we do talk about aliens a fair bit. I just wondered, because I just wondered, do you believe in it yourself? Do you believe that aliens not exist, but do you believe aliens could have travelled that vast amount of distance here? Well... This is great because this gives me the chance to give you my theory on how... Oh, God, here we go. No. Do you want to know my theory of our, where humankind comes from, Gary? And this is my genuine theory. I'm just going to need to tell me. Right. I believe... Where are you going? I need a wee. Put, oh, co- put, put the kettle on. <laughs> Kath hates this. Oh, boy, I'm sorry. I've started trouble with no, you. No, forget her. She's, she's, she's not, her mind isn't open. She's not woke. I'm woke. So okay, my right. theory is that millions of years ago, yeah. we lived on Mars... And that for whatever reason, possibly a war or an ecological disaster, we had to move, and we had to move quickly to the next planet that would sustain life, and that was Earth. So, but not everyone could come. Only a certain small number, a small percentage of us could could come to Earth. And somewhere either in the journey to Earth, in the, when we landed on Earth, or over the, the hundreds of thousands of years that, um, that, that have happened since then, we lost that Earth technology. OK. Right. OK. I don't know where to go with that. Because I, I personally believe that it's impossible to travel to Mars. I mean, they, well, it's not impossible to... to travel to Mars. We've travelled to Mars. No, we've not travelled to Mars. Well, well, man, there's has a... never, man has never travelled to oh, Mars. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh! Man has never travelled to Mars, but okay, we, we have we have sent spaceships to Mars. Sending a probe or a spaceship to Mars is not a problem. Sending 
somebody inside that, the, the journey there and the journey back and the length of time, etc., is nigh on impossible. Because it will take it takes months and months and months to get there. It takes about six it, months. Well, it takes at least, that's the minimum. That's if the two planets are at their nearest. But if they're at their furthest, it will take a lot longer. And then obviously by the time you get there, the planets would have gone further apart, so it would take a long time to come back. And so you're talking, you're talking, I mean, I read about this, Elon Musk talking about sending um, spacecraft. It takes about nine months. Okay, it takes about nine months to to get to Mars. Okay, let's say it takes nine months one way. Yeah. Then it's going to take at least another nine months back. Why are they, well, hang on, why why are they coming back? Well, that's it. Now, do you want to go and do a one-way journey to Mars? I don't personally, but there will be people that would happily do that. Of course there are. <laughs> you, so, so you think that people are willing to spend billions of pounds, millions of pounds, whatever the case may be, just to go on a one-way tri- trip to Mars, knowing that they'll never come... Mate, there are people that blow themselves up, you know, so the, the people will do anything if their belief in something... Is strong enough. About four years ago, yeah. it was announced that there was a TV competition um, uh, where they were looking for contestants to be picked from all over the world to be sent to Mars on a one-way trip. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the show never happened, but it was big news, big news. And yeah. there was there was two from like each major country, and there were two Britons. And and and, the, um, and I think the way I remember it was they weren't going to come back. It was a one-way trip. And they had thousands of applicants. Yes, because people were selling it. But, but it's the practical side of it. It's not just that. It's the food, the water. Yeah, well, the they would have to... They would, they would land the spacecraft on Mars? Well, hang on. The food in the water, they would... The, well, the, uh, not to make light of it, but in The Martian, that actor grew food out of his poo. They would find <laughs> ways... They would find ways of, of becoming self-sustaining. No, it's, it's not, but I'm not about self-sustaining. I'm on about even carrying the food and the water. Don't worry about that. Let NASA worry about that. Uh, you see, this, this is what I like. You see, I can't see how it's going to be possible to travel that vast amount of distance um, to Mars. Well, because you're, you okay. have a very limited imagination. I like to have, I've been thinking about this for years. Well, you've Trust not been me, thinking about it in the right way. Well, how come it's not been done yet? I mean, I, I, well, because, I hang on a minute. We only went. We only went to flipping the moon, moon, moon f- yeah. f- forty nine years ago. So we, you know, we've come a long way since then, baby. The reason it's not happened is because it wasn't that long ago, and uh, uh, um, constant uh, American governments have cut funding to space research. That's why. Well, it cost millions. It cost billions of pounds, etc. So, do you believe the aliens could have existed then to to to, to, to travel? All the way to Earth. Well, the, well, that's a, well, well. You're saying that aliens are too far away to come to Earth. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put the two together. Maybe I'm. I, I really you're doing it in a very bad together. way. Well, no, because well, you're because you're you're, you're then judging you're then judging aliens by Earth technology, which is a, a, a incredibly arrogant and, and dumb and thing to do. You're not. So you're so you're presuming that it is possible for space. So all so people have said they they've sighted. Um, why would it be aliens. space travel? Why? Why could it might be? They might be able to travel interdimensionally. You're, you're very, very narrow thinking. Thinking it's just a movement from one place to another. It could just be a sidestep through dimensions. I have to because unless it's proven, I've always wondered all these spacecraft people have said that they've seen, and these people say that they 
DNA indexed extra. These aliens are common. They've never. Well, now you're talking changed. about proof. You, you, you've changed. You've changed the conversation completely. Because first of all, you've gone from "Do you think it's possible?" to I, "I'll only believe it if there's proof." So, okay, no, there is. We we don't really have that much proof. Okay, fine. But your initial point was, "Do I think it's possible?" Yes, I think yeah. it's possible that there are. Uh, that I think it's. I think it's definite that they're mathematically definite that there are life forms out there in um, the universe, in the cosmos, in all the different galaxies. I think it's, it's I a mathematical... Huh? I do have to agree with you on that. Yeah, so it's a mathematical po- probability. Yes. So the and they, but they could be... They will be life forms that will be tiny amoebas, uh, yeah. and they could possibly be things that are incredibly advanced. Uh, but, okay. okay, but now you're saying that you need proof. Okay, well, I haven't got any proof, so that's the yeah. end of that conversation. Well, I take that back, and, and the thing... I, what, what I should have asked you is, do you believe that aliens have travelled and visited Earth. When, when people say that they've seen aliens in space... You keep changing the question! Focus on the well, question! Cool Two was, do I think they can? Yeah, do, do I think they can? I yeah. Do I think it. they have? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm going to say yes. Oh, you do? That's absolutely... OK, that's absolutely fine, then. So, well, then the, so I'm sorry if it's been a boring conversation. No, you've not been boring. I've enjoyed it. You've been frustrated, <laughs> but I've enjoyed it. But, I, yes, I think that, I think that they, um, uh, they probably have. Some, some of them have got the technology, but wh- why they'd want to come and see us, this insignificant little rock, I don't know. How would they know that we're here? How would they... Why, why would you travel such great distance? And, and, as I say, why would you go to the beach and not put your... Your toes in the water. You, you don't know that they've not put their toes in the water, and I think they're putting more than just toes in holes. Well, until okay, it goes back to my proof thing because there's there's there's, there's never been sufficient proof. So you've just phoned up to say you just phoned up to banjax me into saying that I think aliens have been here, and then you go ah, but where's the proof? I just wanted a conversation with you. I've listened to enough on the radio, and I just had to think of stuff with the speed. And I'm not going to keep ringing up like your man before, which I okay. don't know. Well, I enjoyed our call, Gary. You call, again, you call again, mate. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Thank you. I enjoyed that. Um, we've been tweeted. Thank you to everyone who's tweeted um, all the uh, Gabe the Dog Roblox things. Have I you mean, seen them? I mean, he is adorable. That looks like a Pomeranian, is it? It could be. Uh, this I mean, is not this anymore. Is, but... This is the world. Look, this is it. Sleep tight, puppy. This, we didn't get to the cloud stage. Um, it, I mean, it's just this is the this is all my kids are playing. Look, <laughs> it is. The, I'll, I'll retweet these. Thank you, Paula, and um, Dave, and um, CJ, and Steve, and everybody who sent me Gabe the dog. <laughs> Seriously, though, when they said they were just going in there and looking at a dead dog, a real dead dog, I was imagining oh. one of those, you know, those sped-up pictures of the foxes at the side of the road. I was imagining that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love... Uh, 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 there's a lot of good stuff there. That's an amazing game. Yeah, Dad, we've we got this game where we just go and look at a dead dog. Huh? That's going to that's gonna bring... Fear into the heart of any decent parent. This message from Roger made me laugh. I'm chuckling my head off right now. I feel bad, but I am. I bet Gabe was a good boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, after the break, we'll talk to you about fanny casts. <laughs> the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one uh, one thousand. Uh, Wayne Kramer, lead guitarist with the MC Five. Kick out the jams, mother fluffers. Uh, coming up at midnight, Catherine Fannycast. Yes. Tell us about this. This is something you're thinking of getting done for your children. 
what, as a, something to remember me by. You did this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, what is it? Mum has created, right, you know you can get, um, when you're pregnant, you can get casts done of your belly and your boobs. Of the belly? Yeah, you can get the... Can you? Yeah. Oh, God. And or probably more um, likely is that maybe you get a little hand or a foot, you your get, baby's I've seen the feet, yeah. feet and hands made. I always found them a little bit macabre, Oops, though, they look like disembodied... Disembodied limbs. Switch, switch your notifications off. off. Okay, great. great it's work, off. Thanks. I am very popular. Um, oh. But this woman will do a cast of your JJ and she will um, give it a nice finish for you as well, like um, rose gold. She'll finish you off. She'll stick it in a frame for you. So, and it's, so it's. And she wants to normalise fannies. Okay. So she, what does she do? Does she put your your fanny in like a plaster? She'll cast? put plaster against you. Right. And let it set. Do you, have she'll the, make do, you, a mold? do you do you use like a stool you sit on? Well, it depends what kind of effect you want. Stirrups. I, I would imagine you don't want it all um, squashed up. You want no. it, you know, sitting proud. So, probably the legs of Kimbo, I would imagine. When I imagine it. So they make a car a, a mold of it, yeah. and then they cast it in what bronze? Uh, well, I think it's plaster, and she finishes it. Let me look. Okay, I'm oh, guessing. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you might have. Knowing that we were going to talk about it after the break, well, you she would maybe them, open the page up. She, she, it says they're rose gold, but I don't believe they're made purely of rose gold. They would be worth, that would be a very expensive fanny, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, and you'd want to put it in some sort of vault rather than a frame. Uh, this is um, Bobby from Clacton-on-Sea in Essex. Um, she's been in, inundated with requests, including from men wanting their crown, crown jewels done as well. Oh, I do that. Well, of course, there were the famous groupies in the 60s, the plaster casters. Mm-hmm. Who would go around and take um, plaster casts of rock stars' penises? And there's a big collection: Jimi Hendrix, Pete Townsend, big collection of those guys. Yeah, um, interesting. And yeah. I know that there. This has been done before as works of art, but this is to give away a sort of ind- individual. What things. do you do? Lick it? No, you put it in a, in a, in a fridge. In a frame. In a frame. Yeah. Wow. This is Bobby Gillian's. She originally casted a friend who worried that her bits weren't very pretty and she now hopes her creations will prove that no two are the same. This is the thing, right? Oh, God. Can I just say, the, uh, the difference, the difference between... Uh, is in, it is mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing, the differences that are out there. Incredible. Is it the same for Willie's? Well, I've not seen that many. Oh, come on, Kath! Um, but, all right. It, yeah, they, yeah. They're all, com- like, it's like looking at... Di- sometimes... I mean, there's a general design. Uh, I, I don't think there is for women's bits. Well, for Willie's, there's a general design, and we, you know, the operating manual is, is manual, is uh, fairly simple. But, you know, they all look different. I don't think... I couldn't do that thing of picking them out in a line-up, I don't think. No. Well, I mean, I, the, the one I'm most familiar with, yes, I probably could. I think I could with um, Fanny's, because... They're so different. So d- different shapes, sizes, some as big as your head. They're not. But they're, it's honestly, because it's the, 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 I was with my first girlfriend for about 18 months, mm-hmm. right? And then the next girl is like, whoa, what the hell is that? Obviously, I'd tempered it slightly, but it was. It could have been quite off putting for uh, her. What is that? And then the next girl, whoa, my mind has been blown. I've never seen anything like it. All wonderful and beautiful in their own way. Not all beautiful. No. Uh, no, a couple of... Um... Okay. So, but all special and all 
Um, no, some were repugnant. precious. Some were <laughs> Don't say that. No, some were disgusting. As I'm sure some some men's willies are disgusting. Wow, horrible things to look at. Men's willies, they're wonky and weird, and their hair just thoroughly. But the unpleasant. thing is, by the time you get to the stage of seeing that, hopefully you see the you you know the rounded person, so you're not purely just they're going. Oh, that's weird. Out. Well, here's the thing: they're not all rounded. Okay, but okay. So, since creating the cast, Bobby says... I want to get been... you one for Christmas. I know, thanks. I don't need to look... I don't feel the need to be re- constantly reminded uh. that that's what my family looks like. I've seen it. I'm over it. It's cool. Okay. Bobby even believes that her rose gold vaginas could save lives if they encourage more women to attend their smear tests. I think that there is... Right, that's... I think they're poking a bit of fun at her there, but it's true. We're quite... I think women are still quite squeamish about vaginas. You know, just the fact that we don't have a friendly word for it yep. that's generally accepted, like Willy. You know, what do you call it? My kids have started calling theirs a sheenus. A what? <laughs> a sheenus. <laughs> Mostly because they, they think the word penis is hilarious. Wow. But, you know, you know, Willy is kind of, it's fine, you can throw that into conversation. Well, you know, vagina, it's, it's still something that people flinch yeah, at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... Well, if you want to call in to talk about vaginas, periods... Uh, or any of that you don't gross, like period any of that talk, gross though. Stuff. I love period You'd talk. You'd hate it. I offered to go and buy you some tampons the other you day. You did. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. I don't because I don't. I, I don't hate it. I talked to you about periods too much. You told me. Yeah. <laughs> you told me to stop talking about it the other day. Only because, right? Here's the thing. I was on my period, and you kept saying, "I know why you're saying that. I know why you're feeling like that." And I went, "You don't." <laughs> I'm always narky. No, no, Stop there is, there is, there is, um, uh, uh, when you are on your period, I, there are, uh, there's two days each time where uh, if I say something, you do a bit of a, huh? <laughs> I that, do that all the time. No, no, but when you do it when you're on, I know when you're on because you do this, uh, and there's a real vibe, a tone to it that's darker than the other 29 days of the month. Oh, really? Oh, completely. It's when I'm harnessing my powers. Okay. But I do know, I don't feel weird when I'm on my period. It's usually a week before I start to feel all sad. I about it a lot. What? Sorry? You asked me about it. Um... You brought this fanny thing up. Anyway, the mother of two from Clacton-on-Sea, Essex, said, I'm hoping my cast will make people feel more confident Good talking about their bits and pieces. The human body shouldn't be a taboo Good subject. Good for her, no, it shouldn't. I agree. Although, I don't know whether people want to have that in their living rooms as a talking point. No, you'd have it um, as a paperweight. <laughs> um, I suppose you could keep your teaspoons in it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't... Is it... Or the drainer. Is it hollowed out? I guess you could. I mean, it depends how detailed you want to go. Okay. Um, anyway, it's um, it's interesting and different and good honour. Okay, let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Oh wow. Okay, we'll come back wow. to you when you we'll come back to you when you're finished. Let's go to Dion. Good evening, Dion. Yeah. Good evening, mate. Good evening, Dion. Yeah, I listen for a while. Okay. So the mates train and they've gone. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's good. We got we got the vibe. I hope this will encourage women to be more open. She says. Um. <laughs> I really do, yeah. Women should be more open. Yes, man. You know, you're what? You're 45. I'm about 15 years older than you. Yeah. And I think men are really scared to talk to women. Yeah. Especially when they're drunk. (laughs) No. No. 
Um, well, I was always terrified around women. Always. You know, in terms of in terms of trying to chat them up. I'm not terrified around women. But in terms of trying to chat them up or, or make a move or have sex with them, I, I'm terrifying. We didn't live in a very good area, did you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to mention anything, all right? What, Slough? Well... Here we go, go on. I've just got... OK, why was Slough... Slough was a great area. Why Why was Slough... A... No, where we live was lovely. Yeah. Now it's an absolute hovel. Yeah. It's... I'm not going to mention where we lived or anything. Well, Sl- well, Britwell, yeah, but I didn't... Well, I lived on Britwell. Yeah, I know you did. In the state, you until I was back. 11. Then I moved to Farnham Common. I was posh. Yeah, I know you did. Nice Final Commons. Yeah, very posh. You only have one pub. The Final Commons got loads of pubs. What are you talking about? No, I don't. You got the Crane at Crane Lane and all right there. No, that's Farnham Royal. You got um, you got the Fox and Hounds. You got the um, Foresters, Stag and Hounds, the Foresters. Um, yeah. uh, you got uh, well, the one in the beaches was closed down. Um, but yeah, you got well, pubs. There's the Victoria. You got loads of pubs. What are you talking about? I know Ian. When I lived there, I used to go. Do you know uh, Farnham Royal? Yeah, I used to go to the Farnham Pump. Yeah, there was three pubs. Three pubs? There. There's only one pub there now. The, the Duke's Head. Terrible, but I don't care. I don't live there. Right I live in a nice little place. Farnham Pump is where I used to go and get boozed up all the time when I was 15, 16. Really? Whoa, yeah. Yes, man! Um, they didn't mind a bit of underage serving there. I can say it now, because now it's an off-licence. No, I know. Corner shop. There was... Three all the time, fifteen. What? Yeah, steaming. And it was it was in walking within walking distance. Twenty minute walking back home. What? Steaming. Fifteen. Oh dear me! Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. But no, don't do it. I did it. I tried to yeah. roll my first ever joint in that bus stop by the Farnham Pump. <laughs> There's a know. disaster. There's a bus stop there. A bus shelter. I was probably driving. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Dion, uh, what can we do for you tonight? Don't drink and do drugs, by the way, kids. You should probably just say that. No, that's one thing I will strongly. Um, yes. <laughs> I had a couple of joints tonight. Oh. <laughs> um, and look okay. what it does to you, kids. If I'm you need dead. an advert for not taking drugs, this is it. Yes. Just, if you're going to, be careful who you take them with. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, that's that's important. Don't don't worry about the drugs. You take You take them. It's who you take them with that you need to be careful. Yes. About. Okay. Okay, okay Dean. Well, thanks, thanks for the call, Dean. I appreciate it. Oh, um, th- th- that's the worst drug advice. Well, actually, you, you know, you, it was always anyway. Just pretty bad drug advice. Um, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, Ray. Right. So, what I'm about to talk about is your fault. The pair of you. Okay. So yeah, going back to vaginas. Yeah. Well, do you remember in the, the late 80s, I, I went out with a couple of girls, and I would best describe theirs like looking like Brian May. From OK, thanks very, thanks very much for calling. Um, I mean, OK, jeez. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. But, you know, let's, let's just, just tread carefully is, is all I'll say. Let's just tread very, very carefully. Let's try Albert. Good evening, Albert. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Very well, thank you, Albert. Good. Um, I was calling for lots of reasons, but I just heard what you're saying about your casting of bits and that. Yeah. I was going to say it's not a new concept, is it? 
No. I've got my late wife's front bottom cast hanging on our living room wall. Thank you very much indeed. And that really is not. Is, uh... That's why we can't have anything nice around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> so here's a bit of news. Go on. So the logbook, right? You know, we had this idea we're going to have a logbook. Yeah, it got ruined, And we're going to um, send it out to the listeners and they were going to keep a log of the show and then have it for a few days then send it back. Then we send it on to the next listener and it will come back. And, we, and me and Kath weren't going to look in it until New Year's Eve and we'd open it up and we'd reminisce about the show and see what they'd written in there, right? So the first one, we have one log book, a red book I bought, a, a, a moleskin book I bought in America, first when I was there a few months ago. Sent it to Eben, who did a lot of work on it. He sent it back. We filmed us opening the envelope, not looking at it, putting it in the envelope, sending it to Gerard in Scotland. Yes. And that was, uh, that was nearly, that was like six weeks ago, mm-hmm. seven weeks ago. Yeah, Eben only had it for a week, didn't he? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And then after a while, we're thinking, we haven't got it back from Gerard. Right? Where is it from Gerard? And we phoned him up and he said he'd sent it. Liar. Thief. So, annoyingly, the moleskin book, expensive books. One was $25. I, I bought another one, 18 quid. Right? And I sent it off to Eben again. I thought, we're going to start with Eben again. Right? So, Eben had it, right, the second one, and he was under strict instructions to send it back, recorded delivery. Mm-hmm. It's got to be recorded delivery now. The so trust get, is gone. The trust is gone. So, I get in tonight, and there's an envelope. I think, what is this envelope? Oh, it's the logbook. From Eben. Right. So I opened it up. Here it was. It's the logbook from Eben. I'm thinking, well, he's, he's not put enough stamps on it. He's put two first-class stamps on it. It says on there, fee to pay, £3. Uh, it's all this stuff. I said, bloody hell, Eben. We've been good to that lad. Also, it's not like him. You know no, we... we've been good to that lad. We've given him opportunities mm. when others wouldn't. So I thought, you tight git. So I opened it up to look at the first page. It's not the new logbook, it's the first logbook. It's the first logbook, right? So Gerard sent it. Maybe he sent it when he said he sent it. I don't know. I can't read the sta- the date on the stamp that is on there. And the, but the stamp is a, um, a Dad's Army stamp, and it says... You, you stupid, stupid boy. boy. So, it, which is spot on. So, uh, so we have no way of knowing when he sent it, but he sent it. So... Thoughts are like, well, do we recall the second book? Do we burn the first book? No, 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 no. This is the greatest thing that could have happened. You got it, Sam. This is sliding doors. This is now... Now we've got two timelines going at the same time. This is the interdimensional travel. There's a theory that there is an infinite number of universes. And on the next universe, you might be black. And on the universe after that, you might be a girl. On the universe after that, you might be the host and I might be the producer. The universe after that, you might be... Infinite number of possibilities, Mm. right? Well, we're going to start our infinite number of possibilities. So, the first book is still with Eben. The second, sorry, the second book is still with Eben. The first book is in my hands. So we're going to send this book to a listener. If you want this book for a week, no more than ten days, and you're prepared to send it back to us at your own cost, recorded delivery. 0344-499-1000. It's, it's a big job. I've not looked in it. I've only looked at the first page, which is what showed me it was... Because Catherine's name is the same size as mine in the first in the yeah. first one. I got rid of that the second time. Didn't make that mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, you've got to log everything that happens in the show while you have the book. 
Um, and it's a big responsibility. And then you've got to send it back, recorded delivery. If you want this, the first logbook, who knows, a third one may pop up at some point. I, this is so crazy. I just, I don't even know, I don't even know how this is possible. We've got to keep the books apart, though, because one will try and don't kill the other. Don't cross the streams. Mm-hmm. Don't cross the streams. 0344-499-1000. Who wants the first logbook? We'll deal with the second one if and when that comes back, OK? Who wants the first logbook? 0344-499-1000. We'll talk to uh, anybody who wants it after... Well, after the news at midnight, we've got Wayne Kramer from the MC5 coming on. He's got a new book out, and I'll tweet the details of the book. It's supposed to be a corker. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. guitar sound and that that's filth listen uh, the mc5 it's not you know they're not the beatles they're not the who they're not the kinks they're not the beach boys but if you know your 60s music you'll be aware of them mainly for the line kick out the jams uh mother bunkers i think i can say um, but they're, they're a really important band. They're, they're a, sonically important and, and musically important. Uh, and the dude responsible for that ridiculous guitar sound, Mr. Wayne Kramer. Wayne joins me on the line now from Los Angeles. Good evening. Good afternoon, Wayne. Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to all my mainline mellows out there in 
Listening land. Oh, man. Well, that uh, that guitar set. How did you... Because when was that? 68, 69? 68, yeah, 1968. That October was, of 68. That was heavy for 68. That was heavy. How did you come up with such a heavy sound? Well, we tried to put as much energy into the music as we could, and uh, I found that if I cranked the amplifier up really high, I could get this great harmonic distortion. Yeah. And uh, that that became the key to that kind of heavy metal, punk rocky kind of guitar tone. And that's the thing. You know, there are loads of tracks and songs that, that claim to be the, inv- the birth of heavy metal and, and, and the birth of punk rock. You know, You Really Got Me by the Kinks is, is, is probably in the front runner. But you were pretty much the first heavy metal band where everything, almost everything you did was at that volume. Yeah. Yeah, we hadn't quite learned the subtle art of uh, <laughs> dynamics or uh, <laughs> or leaving yourself some headroom. You know, everything was balls to the wall. Do you remember what was the first gig like when when you when you you or the first rehearsal when you all realised, hey man, if we turn everything up, we get this wall of noise unlike anything. What what was that like when you discovered that sound? It 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 was kind of unlocking a mystery yeah. because we saved it all up for our final song of the night, uh, and when we got to that point in the evening and we cranked our amps up, we could clear out the room in about thirty seconds, <laughs> and then we knew that this was really powerful. All we had to do was convince the kids that this was cool, <laughs> and we'd have it made. Because sixty, sixty-seven, sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Obviously, a lot of psychedelic kind of stuff going on, which could be argued a bit, bit, bit heavy. And Big Brother and Janis Joplin and all of that. But you, I mean, you were doing gigs with bands like the Grateful Dead and some of the softer, softer noises. You must have stuck out like a sore thumb, Wayne. They didn't like playing with us. Really. Yeah, when they would come to Detroit, they would ask to have other bands open for them because if they had to play with the MC5, we always hurt their feelings. <laughs> Why? How did you hurt their feelings? Well, in the first place, uh, most of those bands had terrible rhythm sections. Yeah. You know, I'm from Detroit, and I grew up on Motown rhythm sections. Yeah. Uh, James Jamerson on bass and Benny Benjamin and Pistol Allen playing drums. So that was where the bar was set for Detroit drummers and bass players. And the the West Coast bands, I just thought the rhythm sections were underpowered. And then the guitar players all sounded like folk musicians who bought an electric guitar. Right, yeah. Uh, Like they should have been in the new Christy Minstrels or something. (laughs) And none of them knew how to rock it. And so if they had to play with the MC5, we would yell at them, kick out the jams or get off the stage. <laughs> I, listen, you've got the book out, The Hard Stuff, Dope Crime, The MC5, and My Life of Impossibilities. I've got to be honest, Wayne, I only got it today, so I've only flicked through it. But I've, re- I've read bits of it. I've read loads of reviews about it, glowing reviews everywhere. I guess the question is, how the hell are you still alive, sir? Well, on one hand, I never wanted to destroy myself. Right. Even uh, much of my behavior was self-destructive. I really always look forward to waking up in the morning and seeing what the day held for me. Really? Even never... even when you were doing heroin, even when you were were, were sent to prison, you, you you still enjoyed life. 
yes. I, I, I never was so depressed that I wanted to, to end it all. Um, the other the other reason I'm still here is I was lucky. Yeah. You know, Jimi Hendrix didn't mean to die the night he died. Yeah. I, I don't think that all the people that are abusing opiates today that are dying of overdoses, I don't think they all mean to kill themselves. But, you know, uh, they were unlucky. They didn't know what they were injecting. They took too much. And it's, you know, when you put a needle in your arm, that's serious third-degree game playing. Mm. That's, that's very dangerous behaviour. All of the reviews of the book, it gets glowing reviews over here in the UK. I don't know if you've seen them, but they, they all love it. And um, it, it, unflinching is the word that I've seen pop up in a few. You, you spill everything in this book, don't you? I, tr- I tried to be as honest as I was capable of. Rigorous honesty. Um, and did you find that difficult? Was was there any was there anything that you kind of were thinking, man, this is too heavy, or was it just I'm going to put it all out there? I'm I'm handing this over. There were things um, that mostly had to do with other people, right? I, you know, I have no problem uh, uh, talking openly and honestly about my own shortcomings and my own defects of character. Um, you know, my my solipsism knows no limits. My shallowness uh, is bottomless. <laughs> I can talk about those things. But, it, it, you know, I don't – it's not my place to talk about other people's bad behavior. So I found myself having to be kind and to be generous. And if I didn't have something good to say about somebody, then just don't say it. What is interesting? That, that was hard, you know. Sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, you you have feelings, or you go through something with someone, and you say, "Yeah, but it's not really my place to talk about somebody else's behavior." Was your was was the kick out the jams, mother funkers? Let's just say, was that the first time that the f bomb had been dropped on a record? Actually, it wasn't. Oh, um, David Peel and the Lower East Side right. put out their record. Um, up against the wall, mother funker. Thank you. Um, well done. Before us. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, could David Pill, people might remember that name because he did. A, he um, worked with uh, John Lennon a bit in the seventies, didn't he? He did. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so you did that, but that was still an incredibly bold statement. You, you, the, what the sense I get from the bits I've read in the book and from what I know about the MC5 and the records of the MC5 is, uh, you guys didn't. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys didn't care what people thought about you. Well, that's not exactly true. Everybody cares what people think about them. But we we felt it was more important to express ourselves honestly, and that that word is a is a word that is used every day, a, a billion times in conversation around the world. And it was a natural way of speaking and expressing strong sentiments Mm. and that um, our right to express ourselves freely as artists was guaranteed in the United States Constitution. And uh, and we were free to include that in our work. And a very political band as well. There was, you know, described in a lot of places as extreme left wing. But um, you guys were working closely with the Black Panthers as well, weren't you? 
We were correct. How did that? How did that come about? Was that before the band, or did, did they kind of did you gravitate towards each other as the band was taking off? Well, we were all part of a time in America where young people in general um, rejected the older generation's way of uh, doing things. Mm. We felt that uh, that uh, our parents' generation were mucking everything up. Yeah. And it was our responsibility uh, and our right to uh, to protest uh, the government policies that we disagreed with and to express our feelings uh, openly. And the Black Panthers said there needed to be a group in the white community to do parallel but separate work, and we said that's us. Do you think you changed anything? There was the, the, the big movement in the sixties. You know, you kind of look at the, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and and and, a lot of, and the Beatles and things. There was the the thought that music could actually change something. Do you think you guys did change anything? I, I think music has a role to play in change. Music can create community. If you like a. a Bob Dylan song, and I like that Bob Dylan song, then we meet in yeah. that song together. Um, it can provide um, kind of a news service where in the lyrics of the songs we can tell the stories of our life and the things that are happening around us and how we feel about that. And we can provide inspiration. Mm. Music can, can inspire people to take positive action. Um, of course, Real political change takes more than just music. Mm. It takes actual political organizing and, you know, putting pressure on legislators and uh, organizing at the ballot to elect people that uh, agree with uh, your view. Um, and and I, th- I think that uh, that's, that's what we saw back in the day, and that's what I see still today. You know, did we change things? I believe we did. Um we ended the war in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. We helped bring civil rights uh, to the fore in America. We we started the environmental movement, uh, women's rights. Um, we finally looked like we've decriminalized marijuana. It only took 50 years. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> Got there eventually. <laughs> but eventually, yeah, it's, I've, I've come to learn at at age 70 that change happens over much longer periods mm. of time than i thought when i was 20 but uh, it can happen if you go at it uh full measures um mid 70s you get busted for selling coke to undercover right. agents yep um well, that moment that they, they kind of put the handcuffs on and said, sorry, mate, you're nicked. What, what did that feel? Do you, I mean, maybe you don't remember it, but what did that feel like? That must have been, you know, several years after the MC5 had split up. And was that a rock bottom for you? It, no, I, that particular moment wasn't. I, I hit a bottom a few months later. But in that particular moment, I just thought, oh, great, more trouble with the police. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which I was having a lot of in those days. And, of course, I remember it. I'll never forget it. And you, were you in trouble with the police a lot because you, you were using heroin at that point? Yeah, and I, I associated with uh, some, some uh, unscrupulous characters and, uh, 
you know, kind of a, a bad, uh, lower companions, you could call them. That's a great phrase. Oh, I'm having that, lower companions. Did you touch your guitar in that period? Or, or did you sell it? Or was it just like getting dusty in a room? What, what, what was your attitude towards music then? I was playing all along. In, right. in fact, I, I was trying to finance my band by my illegitimate capitalism. Wow. <laughs> He's got the best turn of phrase. So really, so you were selling the coke to try and get the band going? Well, it takes money to get a band off the ground. <laughs> and sometimes it takes cocaine to get a band off the ground as well, I've, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. When did you, um, when did you get clean, uh, um, Wayne? Because I, I don't want to, you know, of course all that the, the drug stuff is exciting and stuff, but I, I'm in recovery myself, um, and I just, uh, and I want to kind of celebrate the fact that, you, yeah, you are still alive, and you're 70, and you're right, a lot of people from that era didn't make it, including some of your bandmates. Um, That's right. W- so when did you get clean? When did you go, ah, this ain't working for me anymore? Anymore. I need to do something a bit different. I, I stayed out there till I was 50 years old. Wow. Man. Long time. Yeah. Long time. You know, it's, we say it's a long walk into the woods and it's a long walk back out. And e- even though I had, I had stopped uh, uh, injecting drugs and I had stopped uh, dealing drugs, you know, I, I still drank and I used prescription medication for years. Yeah. And then, and then finally, at age fifty, I realized that, you know, my time here is finite, and I have a lot I want to do still. And if I keep going the way I'm going, I'm not going to live much longer. And so I, I, uh, I, I was very lucky. I asked some guys to help me uh, figure out a way to live where drinking and drugs wasn't necessary. And so, you know, for the next 20 years, I've been able to have a productive and, and uh, rewarding life. I, I live a decent life today. Mm. Uh, I, I don't win the Academy Award, and I'm not wealthy, but I, I'm productive, and I, I don't lie to people, and I don't steal, and mm. I don't play people, and uh, I can sleep pretty well at night. Can, can I ask how you did it, how you got clean? Were you going to meetings? Did you just stop? Was it religion? What worked for you? Yeah, I did go to meetings. I, I became a fervent 12-stepper yeah. and and really embraced that uh, that group for about, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe 12 or 13 years. And then I started to see a bigger world outside of the 12-step yeah. community that there were other people that cared about alcoholics and addicts, and there was a lot of other thinking going on and a lot of work being done, and uh, that that wasn't the only way, that there were, there mm. were many ways to, to, uh, to treat the, the mental disorder of addiction. Mm. It is an inspiration, and, and, you know, the fact that you've got... Because we have a lot of people struggling with alcohol and drug issues who listen to this show, you know, because it's a late-night show and people get lonely and they phone us up in all kinds of states. So I think it will be inspiring to hear that at 50, you know, that's a, that's incredible that you managed to do that. Um, yeah, you're coming to be the new guy at 50. <laughs> you're, um, you're coming to the UK soon, aren't you? We are, yes, in, in November. Well, who, who's coming with you and what, what, what is it? It's uh, MC50. We'll have uh, it'll feature Kim Thiel, the great Soundgarden guitarist. Wow! Wow! Billy Billy Gould, Faith No More bassist. Yeah. Um, the powerful Fugazi drummer Brendan Canty. Yeah. 
uh, our secret weapon, Marcus Durant, on lead vocals, and yours truly, beautiful, uh, singing and dancing like a fool. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you 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 know you know your position. You're a paid monkey. D- dance for us. Come on, do it. We'll throw coins hey, and you perform. I'll be, I'll, th- I'll be busting a move. <laughs> and if, do you still get the same buzz from it at, at, at seventy as you did when you were you were twenty? It's much better today because really? the music is so much better. Yeah, yeah. When, when I was 20, uh, some of the guys in the band were still struggling with their instruments. Yeah, yeah. Um, today, you know, all the guys in, in the band are performing at the peak of their skills and talents, and the MC5 never sounded this good. Um, there's just uh, the, the, uh, one of the reviews I read is the Guardian review, which is which is is glowing, it, you know, it, and it's it's got such a great opening line. Um, it describes you as a self saboteur. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I am the architect of all, almost all my own trouble. There's some that uh, I will uh, not accept, and I will put squarely where I think it belongs on the war on drugs. Mm. Uh, this was the greatest failure of social policy in America's domestic history. Uh, drugs should never have been a police uh, criminal justice issue. It should always be a medical issue, mm. a psychological, a spiritual issue, but not a police issue. Uh, it was, you know, the, pr- drug prohibition has killed more people than drugs ever could. I agree. Oh, I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. Wayne, brother, it's, it's such a thrill to, to speak to you. Honestly, um, I, I, hopefully I'll get to come and shake your hand during one of the, your shows in November. The book is by Wayne Kramer. I'm, I've tweeted the link. I'll tweet it again. It's called The Hard Stuff, Dope Crime, The MC5, and My Life of Impossibilities. I'm going to be devouring it this weekend when I go up to Scotland. Wayne, it's, it's such a thrill to talk to you, man. I wish you the best of luck with the book and uh, the best of luck with the tour. Thank you so much. It's, you, you're very kind to say those things, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all my friends in England, uh, all my hard rockers. Um, we're 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 gonna bring we're gonna bring the balls to the wall, rock. <laughs> oh, I love you, man. We're gonna, we're gonna send a message to Donald Trump. Oh God, can you send it to our prime ministers? Every everything is falling apart at the moment, man. These are really weird times, aren't they? Well, you know, I've I've been studying it, and I'm I'm convinced I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but but I don't but I don't think that this is a fantasy. I think that we're all um, the victims of a brilliant uh, international uh, political effort based in Russia. Uh, Putin was very sharp in in spreading disinformation yeah. and dis, and dissent in both of our countries yeah. uh, that caused Brexit, that caused Trump to be elected, and and I don't think these things happened in a vacuum. You know, if you start connecting the dots, um, it all goes back to the KGB and and uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, I, I could talk to you all night about this stuff, Wayne. We'll have to get you on again at some point. Um, Happy to. Hey, listen, man. Thank you for the songs. Thank you for the music. And thank you, I'm, I'm, you know, thank you for chatting. It's, it's such a thrill for me, man. So thank you very much, Wayne. We'll speak again soon. Take care of yourself. Thank you, brother. Wayne Kramer, ladies and gentlemen. If you could see the look on my face right now. Wayne Kramer from the NC5. The book, I, honestly, I've only I got the book today, so I've skimmed it. Uh, but I've read all the reviews.
glowing reviews. You like a good rock and roll autobiography. This one, apparently, it, it tells you everything. Everything. Uh, the, the book is called uh, The Hard Stuff, Dope Crime, The MC5, My Life of Impossibilities. It's by Wayne Kramer. It's at Wayne Kramer on Twitter if you want to go and chat to him. He replied. Well, I tweeted him the other day saying, Wayne, I'd love you to come on the show. DM me. Whoa. Uh, right, 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Yeah. That was great. Oh, he's such a charming bloke, and his wife is brilliant as well. So. Yeah, let's get those. The, the tour, you just sent me the poster. What have you got it in front of you? What are the, uh, what are the uh, tour dates? Hang on, let me, get it. Um, let me get it. Let me get it. At Wayne Kramer, if you want to um, follow him on Twitter, I've got them. Do you want me to do it? I got it here. Go on. Uh, Friday, 9th of November, he's at Bristol's O2 Academy. Saturday, 10th of November, at Glasgow O2 Academy. Sunday, 11th, Manchester of November. Sorry, that's Manchester's Albert Hall. And Monday, 12th of November, uh, O2, Shepherd's Bush Empire, London. Come on, man. Come on. What, wasn't he lovely? Right. The MC5, they're not my favourite band by any stretch of the imagination. There was a great documentary I saw four or five, three, four, five years ago. Might be on Netflix about them. Um, and I'm, I'm aware of them because, you know, I love the 60s music and the, 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 that, that kind of period. They, they just keep popping up. And, an oddity, you know, being a white band in Detroit at the time, obviously the home of Motown, you know, so there's a real oddity. Um, but they, they were um, unusual in that they were accepted by the black community in a way that a lot of white groups weren't, you know. Um, just what a lovely man. Can't wait to get into that book properly. Got it today. A little flick through it. Oh, I'll have some of that. Bagsy, I read that. Yeah, you. although Paul Ross is after me. Oh, man. And then, come on. then it's you. But then I want it back in November because I want him to sign it. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Let's go to Ross. Good evening, Ross. Hello. Hello, Ross. Hi, mate. Yeah, you're right. I'm all right. Thank you, Ross. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, it's sort of got me fast prize there. I've just got home. Okay. I, uh, I phoned up on, on the way home from work. Uh, well, you are I, now I, home. What? Do you, where? Yeah. What were you doing? What do you do for a little? What do you? How do you work at this time of night, man? Uh, well, I work till ten o'clock, but on Thursday we go for a quick pint. Yeah, work. a quick pint. Yeah. If you finish at ten o'clock, that's a slow pint. Yeah, no, I work in Blackburn, but I live in Blackpool, so it's okay. like a forty-five. Hey, man, oh. alive! I love Blackpool. Yeah. I love it. Blackburn, he said. Yeah, no, he, he, he works in Blackburn. I live, I live, yeah, I live in Blackpool. Oh, yeah. Lives in Blackpool. All right. All right. Catherine, trying to pull me up there, trying to um, do the northern thing. No, no, no. Me and Ross are having a great little bonding session here. <laughs> Crack on then. Thank you. We will. Aye, we will. Uh, what can we do for you tonight, Ross? Uh, Why well, I, I heard about um, you've got a logbook that you wanted filling in. Yes. Because uh, obviously I'll drive home. I'll, well, I leave work at ten. Yeah. So I'm driving till eleven, and then. Uh, I listen on the when I get home stuff. So uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd be up for filling it in. Now, okay, right now here's the thing. Okay, because we've got to be so careful. Because after Gerard's debacle last time, right? I, I yeah. don't know what happened there. Um, we've never spoken before, have we, Ross? No. How long have you been listening for? Uh, to be honest, oh. um, I just started listening this week oh. and was by accident. Oh, I like this. And, uh, this is exciting. I, I feel. I feel sick that I've never listened before because I've, 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 honestly, it's been class. Uh, well, all um, right. I don't know about. I, I, he's winning you over. He's, he's careful flirting with no, me. I like this guy. I, I remember you from uh, like back in the day when you did Rise TV. Yeah. I used to watch that before I went to school. Oh, he gets bonus um, points for not saying the big breakfast as well. Great work. 
I think it was the only time I was ever late for school was when I watched the last episode because I refused to leave for school until I'd watched the end of it. Yes! Oh, you're saying all the and right I literally, things. I, I, I sort of... Well, I didn't forget you existed, but... No. And then sort of... Uh, Life goes I on. I didn't even think... I, I, yeah, I didn't think about you until... Uh, uh, you was on the uh, telly last year. My missus was on about who was on the Jungle programme. I said, oh, yeah, I know who he is. He'll, he'll win it, that, because he, he's funny. Hey. And then, uh, yeah, and then, I, like, like I say this week, uh, I listened by accident, because uh, <laughs> my phone played the wrong radio station. What were you and, looking uh, for on your phone? Talk Sport Radio. Ah! In your face, yeah. Cundy and Goldstein! Hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang on a minute. Let me yeah. open the door. He's going to go and tell him. <laughs> In your face, Candy and Goldstein, we got one of yours. <laughs> He's a Losers. Well, literally, you, you have you have got me now instead of them. Yeah, good. They're oh. idiots. Um, <laughs> don't honestly, don't tell them I said yeah, that. They'll give me a dead arm. Um, no, I have, I've been I've been buzzing that. I, I didn't even know he had a radio show, and I, I, it's absolutely meant. All right, listen, oh. Ross. Here's the thing. So you got to keep it for you keep it for as, as short. As, if you only only want to do it for a night, that's fine. You do it for a yeah. maximum of a week. You write yeah. down whatever you want. We say write down what happens in the show. You can make stuff up. You can write about your own life. You can draw pictures if you want. You can stick bits. Yeah. You do whatever you want, yeah. and then you have to send it back recorded delivery. Is that okay? That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna pass you back to Sam. Please, yeah. you can trust Sam. He's a good guy. Give him your full name and address. We will get this in the post to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll oh, do it yeah. on the way out now. No, we won't. We're doing it recorded delivery. <laughs> we are sending it out recorded delivery. Don't pull that fake. You know why we're doing it? It's because Gerard's debacle. Yeah, yeah, no, I've heard about that. You can trust me, don't worry. We don't have a problem getting the right postage. We do it downstairs with the franking machine. It's them. All right, fine. Ross, stay on the line. Speak to Sam. You're a good lad, and I'm glad you found us, yeah. mate. Thank you. No, take, take care, mate. I'll be listening from now on. Yeah, good, Tip, good man. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. They, what a nice guy. I like him, and he sounds way too intelligent for yeah. those idiots at TalkSport. He won sport. you over with flattery there. You wait. What? It'll be two first-class stamps, and we'll see it in six months. Uh, there you go. Well, you can, pa- you can pass that on. You can do that now. This is great. Let's go to Louise. Good evening, Louise. Good evening. Good evening, Louise. What can we do for you tonight? I was ringing up about the log, but, but I guess I'm a bit late. <laughs> ah. Ah. That's awkward. That's awkward. Well, this is, this is log book number one. That's the one that I was in line for. In your head, yes. No, originally oh. it was. Originally it was. I don't know. It was we to come don't... to me originally. We were waiting for it to come back before we, we decided that. But... We yeah, we were waiting for it. As Catherine, Catherine said it. You say it again. <laughs> we were waiting for it to come back, weren't we? Before we sent it out again. I'm not getting involved. Um, don't, don't put this on me. Uh, you, you said it. You gave it to him because he flattered you. He remembered me. For, he called it Rise and not the Big Breakfast. I, I respect that. He twisted you around his little finger. He was twisting my melons. He had my melons in his mouth. <laughs> um, OK, well, listen, but that's... Well, so you're saying you're not interested in Logbook 2? Oh, I'm interested in Logbook 2. If it's whenever Evan's finished with it. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. What well, I tell you. What this is how we're doing it. This is how we. This is the only way we can do it. We cannot. After Gerard debacle, we we are not in a position to take pre-bookings. Okay. It's going to have to be first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. So whenever Eben sends, whenever Eben pulls his finger out of his lazy ass, 
Lazy. It's the second time he's filled it in for land. Also, Evan is the least lazy person we know. He, he, he's he was an Uber rider. Deliveroo, uh, Deliveroo, Uber, Deliveroo bicycle boy. Uber rider. <laughs> so they're giving you backies. <laughs> Actually, that'd be the next yeah. thing. That would be great, a backie on an Uber. Um, well, as soon I as... I my message on Twitter saying, you know, like, please let me know when you're sending this back. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Going behind our back, is it? No, I think you were tagged in it as well. I don't I even look at know. Twitter. <laughs> no, obviously. But, um... No, if uh, subject of the logbook comes up again and you see my name on the screen. Okay, we will know. we will approach it in the order upon which we see it. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. You're <laughs> a good sport. Don't don't oh, take it personally. You'll get you'll get it at some point. You'll get it at some point. You'll get it at some point. Taking it personally, you are a little bit. <laughs> take care, Louise. Thanks very much. Cheers, my dears. Um, you'll get it at some point. Promise. Uh, let's go to oh. Tennessee to speak to Isabel in Tennessee. Howdy there, Isabel. Hello. Oh, I was expe- expecting a howdy back. Uh, how are you doing? Are you really in Tennessee? Yes, I'm here from England in um, Essex. You're from Essex in England, but you're now in Tennessee? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How old are you, Isabel? I'm ten years old. Ten years old. Wow. How? Hang on a minute. I'm a, well, how did you get? Did you, did you? You went over there with your family, right? Yeah. That's a relief. I thought we had a runaway on the line. That would have been all. Oh, put me in a very awkward position. I would have had to have dialed nine one one. Um. And how are you over there on holiday, or have you moved there? Um. I've moved here because of my mum's job. Wow. How long have you been there, Isabel? Um, I've been here for about over a year. Yeah. How, uh, over a year. What's interesting is you haven't picked up the accent, or maybe you're sounding very English because you're talking to me. When my niece and nephew, who are similar ages, moved to New Zealand, they had new Kiwi accents within the week. Um, how are you finding it, Isabel? Are you enjoying it? Um, yes, I made good friends there. Say that again. Can you, can you get a little bit closer to the phone? Because it's not the greatest line. Okay, um, I've, um, made good friends here. You've made good friends? Yeah. My dad's got a job and he works for St. Jude. Yes. And is he, is, is he, your dad's got the job. Is your dad getting a lot of money for the job? Um, yes, he's got a lot of money. Yeah! How much money has your dad got? Can he lend me some? Because I'm broke at the moment. (laughs) $10,000. Uh, you think you can give me $10,000? This Brilliant. is great. That's, that's as good as Here's contract. the thing. I was in America last week, Isabel. Here's the thing, right? American TV, yeah. they make some of the best TV programmes, but they have so many adverts. <laughs> have you noticed that? Yeah. yeah. We were watching the show. Me, we were watching the show, me and my boys, right? And it went to an advert, yeah. and then it came back to the show, and it was just the guy going, we'll be back after these messages. And then it went to some more adverts. My favourite one is um, sometimes on the radio. It's the, um, this one, and it says, people in the mid-south may talk slow, but that don't mean they speak slow. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you another good thing they do on the adverts. I don't know if you've seen these ones, or maybe you've not noticed. 
they'll do adverts for medicine, right? And they advertise medicine. Yeah. And they might say, well, w- this tablet will lower your br- blood pressure and will help you to live longer. And then what they do at the end of all the medicine adverts, they go, this tablet may have side effects. It may make you want to kill yourself. It may raise your blood pressure. It may cause your heart to stop working. It may make you vomit. It may bring you out in a rash. It may stop you sleeping. And they list all of these really bad side effects. Have you seen that? Yeah, like suicidal thoughts. Suicidal thoughts. I didn't want to say it because you're 10, but you're absolutely right. We were watching an advert for something that I think stopped diarrhoea. And one of the side effects was, it may cause suicidal thoughts. Wow, I think I'd rather have the trucks. <laughs> oh, mate. So, Isabel... Go on. Yeah? What were you going to say? Sorry, go on. Um, I'd rather have diarrhoea than want to kill myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, gosh, this, you're, you're very grown-up for a ten-year-old. I like ten-year-olds like you. You, you, you. You'd get on well with my boy, my eldest boy, not my youngest boy, because he's trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to arrange anything, just in case. Um, so, uh, what? Why are you listening to this rubbish in Tennessee? Um, my dad. He really likes the radio, and so do I. Um, ever since he's been listening to it, I've been um, well, going along with it, and I'm really liking this radio. Yeah, I really U.S. Um, radio is very, um... Okay, we got a thing now, and, uh, basically, Donald Trump is the greatest guy that's ever been alive, and, uh, we, what we want to do now is, uh, we really want to take a message from our sponsor, and, uh, if you take these pills, you might get suicidal thoughts. That's pretty much American radio, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, that's why we listen to you. Well, listen, Isabel, we're going to let you go because it's, it's lovely to talk to you. It's not the greatest um, of lines. Oh, go on. Do you have something can you want I to say? Have a oh! Oh, Isabel! Well played! Well played! We're giving it to that guy that I really like. I know. Oh! Oh, Isabel. Oh, I'm going to put my head inside my, my computer bag for a minute. Now, this is... remember what you said to Lou. Oh, all right. We yeah. we can't take pre-bookings on the logbook, but my dream is to send the logbook to be filled in by a 10-year-old British girl in, in Tennessee. Tennessee. That's my dream. Ain't it, though? That's my dream. Um, oh, can we really trust you? Yeah. You sure? Can we trust uh-huh. her? Catherine, Catherine's pulling a face. She sounds legit, but they always do. It could be. It, this I believe could be, Gerard. This could be um, like an adult lying, pretending yeah. they're a child. It happens all the time. Yeah. That's why I don't go on the internet anymore. Um, all right. Let's hope. Right. Let's hope Louise isn't listening. Right. When logbook number when logbook number two comes, and I'm only doing this. I'll only do this for under twelve year olds. When logbook number two comes back. We're going to send that out to Tennessee, and you can fill it in for us. But you get logbook number two. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, right. Catherine, you go and speak to um, uh, Isabel. I'm having nothing to do with this. No, no. no I need it. you, because I would also like you to speak to Isabel's dad, just to make sure everything is... Because she might be, like, some crazy kid that's just stolen the phone. And we don't know if there are obscene pictures in logbook number one. Well, that's the thing, we don't. It's from Eben, so I'm, I'm, we should be right. Would you mind just going to have a quick word with Isabel's dad? Just checking that this is totally, totally cool. Just because this is the new responsible age of broadcasting under News Corps. Um, Isabel, okay. we, we're going to... And um, uh, Do you know your zip code? Yeah. 
Um, yes. Oh, she does. Go and have a little word with her dad, just to make sure everything's cool, and get her address. You're sucking me in. I'm in trouble with Lou now, because of you. And, and you're totally in trouble with Lou. Um, Isabel, it's a pleasure talking to you. Um, stay on the line. You'll speak to Kath in a minute, OK? OK. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Best call of the year. I really hope Louise isn't listening, otherwise we're going to be in terrible trouble. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Have you seen there's a new picture? Or it's new. It's been around for ages. I'll retweet it. Um, I'll retweet it. It's a picture. Um, you know those optical illusion pictures and um, you've got to say whether it's a beach or a door have you seen this Kath? Uh have you seen this? one of those pictures right? uh huh is that a beach or a door? door you're saying that's a door? yeah what about if you put it that way? (sighs) yeah isn't it? it's a good one that I'm going to say door it's too straight I'm going to say beach because you can see the um, tops of the waves. Okay. Can you though? Well, come and have a look. Come and look. I've just retweeted it, guys. If you want to have a look, it's um, Is it's there a good answer or no? We're never going to find out. I don't think we know the answer. No. Nah, it's a door. What? Why did she say it's a door? It looks like grain. This looks like grain. Hang on a minute. Let's zoom in. We can zoom in. I've got the your computer. You can zoom in. Um. Looks like grubby grain. Hang on a minute, I'm gonna zoom in. I'm gonna zoom in more. Come here. It's that and plus. Boing 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 boing. Oh. We've zoomed in too much. Where is it? I've lost the picture. Boing zooms in. Flip it at computer <laughs> Beach. Uh, Definitely beach. yeah, I think I can see horizon there. Well no, that's okay. Door. No, it's a door because that's the gap between the door and the wall. So grubby, look there. Yeah, that's the wall. That's the gap. I can see why it's a fun game, Ian. I can see. (laughs) All right, Hardy doing a task on Celebrity Big Brother. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to Manny. Good evening, Manny. Hello, Ian. Oh, flipping it, Manny. You sound lousy. (laughs) What the hell? Hello, Kat. Hello. You got a sore throat, Manny? Not really. A little bit. Are you snoring while you're awake? No. Have you seen the picture that Paul Ross has tweeted of me and you? (laughs) I'm having that. That It's a great picture. Who's who? That that little girl was very intelligent, wasn't she? She was brilliant. She was, wasn't she? Better than you, mate. I don't know. I like how you got that geezer earlier on. I feel, no, I feel uncomfortable <laughs> about that. That was a little bit mean-spirited. That was not in the spirit of the show. Um, so well, I, 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 as, as you say, they, they tell you something and do something, don't well, they? Well, anyway. So what did you call in about, man? Oh, I just came to say hello. Hello. Did you have a good holiday? Yeah, I had a great holiday. Absolutely brilliant. Where did you go? None of your bloody business, you nosy git. Oh, OK. I went to New York. 
Oh, that's not okay. Eh, lovely. How are you doing? You sober? You um, your eyes yeah. getting getting stayed the same, or because they, they were getting worse last time we spoke? Yeah, they were on the the left eye going worse now. Oh, mate. Um, happens, though. It does. Doing? You do. You still sound a bit miserable, man. And I know you struggle with that kind of stuff. It's just some days are good. Some days, some days are bad. You know, nothing you can do. Never mind. She happens. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, as long as you hang in there. Yeah. By the way, people are tweeting me the uh, picture of the beach or door, and it's saying, here are the people that were photoshopped out of the picture. Those people have been photoshopped into, into the, the picture. picture. If you look at that picture closely, there's, like, little pixelation around the people. So that that ain't it. Sorry, Stace. That ain't it. Um, Manny, you know, uh, go on. You know, um, last week, huh? Is she there? Yeah. Caddick's good with them horse racing things, isn't he? He's very good. He's got a talent there. He's just not so good yeah. with um, racial descriptions. No. <laughs> He's very good with that, isn't he? Well, there you go, Manny. Thank you for that. Uh, let's go to... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Ian. Hello. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness oh. gracious me. Oh, I'm... Well, I'm... I'm very sorry, um, I can't hear a word you're saying. I got beat up by the police last night. That's what I'm saying, right? You got beat up by the police? Yeah, um, I've been in the police station three times this week. Monday to Thursday. Right. What What had you done? Well, first time, um, criminal damage, crashed in the house and beaten someone up. Second time... I love um, how you say it so flippantly. They're quite serious charges. Um, well, I got away with it first time, because that's what you do when you you're... Got a, we got away with it. So you did it, but you got away with it. Yeah, because that's what you do when you have a really good solicitor, when you have good money. Wow, gosh. I love I love the way you're bragging about um, beating someone up and causing criminal damage and then getting away with it. That's incredible. And then slashing, uh, slashing at a window, a house window. Slashing at a window. No, smashing. Smashing a window. Bit. Okay. Try not to say. Uh, it. Try to say it with a, at least a little bit of remorse in the voice. Okay. I don't know. This is this is how I'm speaking because I have. If you don't, I have recently. Post, I'm coughing. I was going to told her the other week when you was asked that they lost my grant and I seen them in the chapel arrest and I was in hospital twice for two overdoses back last month. Okay, I'm I, I, struggling to hear you, Yayan. You you lost your gran. Grant. Your grant. Grant. My aunt. You lost his what? His gran. Your gran. Last month, and um, yeah, yeah, and I seen And you've been in hospital twice. Yeah, because I took an overdose because I seen him. Oh man, come on, come mm. on, man. So you're very. So you're very angry with yourself, yeah, but and you're directing police... it outwards. Yeah, so the police um, hit me last night, so I spat in his face. Well, oh, come on, man. Who's, who, did you spit in his face before he hit you? Uh, yeah. yeah. No. What? No, they hit me, so I spat in his face, and then they hit me again. So um, they tried to take me to court, because it's court. Um, it's a police officer. So I contacted my sister, and they said, oh, you don't have to go up until... Okay, listen, listen, we don't need to know about the details of that. What, what, why are you so angry, man? Well, because people draw a lot of studying, slander, 
Um, we, we know about the bullying. Because you've mentioned the bullying before. And, of course, your grand is going to... But being, she wouldn't Grant. want you to be angry and be in trouble with the police, would she? No, he, Granch, not Nan, Granch. I don't understand what you're saying. Spell it. And Nan's husband. And what do you call him? Gramps? Yeah. Okay, right, I'm sorry, okay. So, what, do you, what do you call him in London? Who, my my Nan's husband? Yeah. Grandad? Like, granddad? Or Grandpa? Uh, granddad. Uh, I call him Dankadam, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So, but they wouldn't want you to no, be I... angry. And and they certainly wouldn't want you to be um, spitting at coppers. No, it's just they're a bit nasty because they won't let me see my brother, so why shouldn't they? What? Okay, it sounds like a very complicated... Then, no, but why shouldn't you? Because you you shouldn't spit at coppers. Whatever. You shouldn't spit at coppers. But then they shouldn't slag my friends off in front of me. Well, well, whether really they did or not, I don't know. But you shouldn't spit at coppers. Or anybody. No, but, I know, but I just done it because I was angry because they said they was going to... Well, this is it. This is it. It sounds like you need to learn. It sounds like you need... Yeah, and you can't use words like that, mate. Sorry. Uh, yeah, OK. Right. Listen, we're going to let you go, because we can't use words like that. And I know you're angry, and I know you're upset. Um, but that ain't going to get you anywhere except for in prison, right? So you need to learn to... Um, and if, you know, if what you're saying the police did is true, then that's outrageous. Of course that's outrageous. Then you need to make an official complaint, and you need to speak to your solicitor about making an official complaint. Because coppers shouldn't hit you. Um... I, again, we don't have their side of the story. I'm sure they would have something else to say. Um, but you, you, you can't go around spitting at police officers because if you keep doing that, you're going to end up in prison. And then what? And then what? So it's nice to talk to you. Maybe we'll speak later in the week. Chill out, man. Um, uh, maybe speak to your solicitor. Maybe speak to family. Maybe, I don't know if you're religious, go and speak to a priest, go and meditate, speak to the Samaritan, speak to someone because... You're internalising all of this anger, or you're externalising all of this anger, and you're, you're using your energy in a way that is very negative and is going to land you in a lot of trouble. Okay? Right. Thank you. Speak soon. Um, man alive. Um, oh. <laughs> Someone said, I think it's a door, but can you answer this one? What colour? <laughs> picture of a dress it looks pink to me and it says what color is this dress but it, it it's you, there's a mirror and the man taking the picture of the mirror is completely naked <laughs> God, just, just read, just read that. thank you scott for that very kind of you indeed um oh look now, now people are doing pictures of us from the old times <laughs> for sakes i love that as well i'm nicking all these you'll see all of these pictures um, thank you. Who's done that? Gazman. Um, you'll see all these pictures at some point because I'm, I'm nicking them and we'll put them on posters or something. I don't know what we'll do. Um, uh, Edinburgh this weekend. Edinburgh Saturday. We've done what we did with, with Ireland and we've not given ourselves any time to see or do anything. We'll, we'll, we'll get to um, Edinburgh sort of about 11 in the morning. We're going to meet Kez for lunch. Right. Then we're doing the show. Right. Then we go in. Then we go out for dinner, so I suppose, so somewhere. And then, then we've got to go to bed because we're up early to go to Glasgow Sunday morning. Then we're doing the show, and then we're flying back home. So, hello and goodbye, Scotland. If we don't get a chance to say it, so that was dumb <laughs> on our part. That was silly. Man alive.
Man alive, that was silly. Um, well, we're coming towards the end of the show. Um, thank you, everyone who listened. I'm sorry that the start of the show wasn't up to the usual standard that we set ourselves. Come in, Paul Ross. I'm, uh, the whole, you know, the whole three hours is just filler for, until you. We're just waiting for you. That's all it is. And you're right to wait tonight because... <laughs> oh, he's so slick, isn't he? Two hours and 44 minutes from now, exactly, 13 decades ago today, August the 31st, a scream pierced the night in Whitechapel. Somebody stumbled across, literally, the mutilated body of Jack the Ripper's first victim. It's a Jack the Ripper show tonight. You have been warned. And we're talking to a man who's confident he can name the Ripper. He has DNA evidence. It's a suspect I've heard about. I made a documentary 30 years ago about Jack the Ripper. We named a man in that. This man reckons he's got definitive proof, and he joins us. We're going to hit the spot exactly at 3.40, 13 decades to the minute when that first victim was found. Is it David Hasselhoff? He had an alibi, sadly. I was thinking Nigel Farage. He looks old enough, doesn't he? <laughs> possibly, just possibly, Julia Hartley Brewer. Maybe a female ripper. Okay, she loves a 4am spike. Well, there was a theory a couple... Was it a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, when you, there, was the, the, there was a There was a theory that it was a woman that well, was doing Patricia it. Well, Patricia Cornwall did the DNA on the stamp that sent the only authenticated ripper letter, and it's female DNA on the back of that stamp. Is it? Maybe a couple, maybe early Moors murderers. They were northern as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there we go. If you like the way you're pointing at Catherine, taint to know with that brush. Stop making things up. Uh, <laughs> that is it. We are done for tonight. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, dear listener. Go and download the podcasts. Uh, we will be back tonight at 10, but stay tuned. Coming up after one, at one, it's Paul Ross. <laughs>